0: back, family, to another episode of Landscurve. Just want to say, if you do not see us on social media anymore, you can always come to Landscurve.com, Landscurve.com. You know, these days, there's a lot of censorship going on. Some people can talk about certain things, and other people can't talk about certain things, and that's what they want to do, but you'll always be able to get the work on Landscurve.com. Almost 22 years of work, um, almost 23 years of work, excuse me, and um, like I said, it's 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 getting crucial out here in these streets, so we got to do what we have to do. On social media, it seems like we're slaves on the plantation and masters looking over us. So we have to sing the instructions on how we're going to break off the plantation if you haven't already broken off the plantation already. Well, today we're going to have a very touching subject. Something that's very crucial that we need to speak about. Because lots of times we expect mothers to do the right thing and fathers But it's something that's very special between a mother and a son. Yes, he carried him for nine months. But a mother and a daughter, a mother and a daughter, that is your first example of womanhood. That is your first template of motherhood. We refer back to our childhood lots of times, and things are supposed to be right. But oftentimes we have mothers out here who don't do the right thing. Oftentimes and I've experienced, not in my own household with my mother, but I've seen it in young ladies that I've dated. People that I've known on different level, levels, from acquaintances all the way up to friendships. With that little girl or that young lady or that older woman, no matter what the chronological age, still feels the pain of an emotionally unavailable mother who also was emotionally abusive. Well, today we have Sister Robin. We've been talking for a while. She's here with us, and she's going to share her story. And it's going to be very therapeutic for her, and I told her that she doesn't have to hold back. This is your story, Robin. So as we talk and converse, and I'm going to let you talk as long as you want. There's no time limit on this. If you want to talk for 15 minutes or 15 hours, I'm with you. The longer, the better now. Okay. I'm going to introduce you Want to and tell everybody about yourself. Well, thank you well, so much. The floor is yours.
1: Okay, HoTep family, collective people out here, and Never Everland. Um, this is my first attempt at, you know, coming on and talking about some things that I've been dep- repressing for sixty three sixty three years. I'm sixty three years old, and um, about a year and a half ago. You know, I got church church hurt, okay? Um, And it started. It sent it sent me in to myself. I went in, and when I mean what I mean by when I say go in, I start reflecting, and I realized that I had to go back and do some healing on Robin. You know, Robin needs to know what it is to love, because I really don't think I ever experienced love other than giving birth to my three children. And even that, I question about love. But anyway, I went down this rabbit hole and a question came up for me like, why is my heart so torn? Why is my heart so broken? Why do I hurt so much? Why did I let them, them meaning the men in my life hurt me? break my heart, disappoint me, leave me to go at it by myself. You know, all these questions blaming the men, the men in my life, the men, the men. But I had to go really, really deep because my mother is the one who hurt me the most. The love that I needed from my mother was not given to me. And I made excuses for it all my life. She was only 16 when she had me. Oh, by the time she was 20, she couldn't, you know, she didn't, she didn't have it. She couldn't do it. Oh, I understand. Now, mind you, I'm a young girl trying to make sense of this shit. And it hurt. It hurt me to realize that my mother at 16, and by the time she was 20, had four children by her man who she was ashamed of. And when I say ashamed, it's because I felt it. I felt her shame. The only time she felt good is when she had enough money to dress us up and make us look cute and go outside. And, and we thought that was, you know, we thought that was, oh, look, we're getting dressed up. You know, all these things that we don't understand that affects us and contribute to the makeup of who we are and who we become. And I was a child that repressed. Everything about who I who I was or who I was to become it was repressed, and here I am at sixty three, crying, crying, crying for my mother. Don't get me wrong, I love her because I was taught to love her, regardless of who and what she did not give or wasn't able to give. I loved her in spite of all of that. But she broke my heart. She was the first person to slap the shit out of me in my face in front of somebody. That's humiliation. I was molested at seven and I can tell you exactly the day that it happened because it was a blackout in New York City in this around the sixties. Okay, and I lived in Brooklyn. So I don't know if anybody out there in the in, in, in out there can identify with that blackout that happened that back then, but the training oh, of seventy seven it it was no it was in six, 77 was the was the second one that blackout
0: oh, okay in oh the one is, right. one in the sixties I'm, talk,
1: yeah. I'm talking about the one in the sixties because my aunt was on that was down there she got stuck down there. my mother this is what my mother told me I'm the oldest now, and it's four of us in the house. And there's a baby, a young baby in the house. So she says, Robin, do not open this door but for so-and-so-and-so. I can't even remember this man's name, but I know what he looked like. I can see his face today. I know how to describe him and everything. She said, you only open for him. And that's what I did. But this man took advantage of me. And I remember associating that with love. What he did to me, I thought was love. But I never told nobody that this man did this shit to me until I was, like, 12 years old. And some, oh, no. I, I told somebody because I heard them talking about a subject matter that, that this was about. And I said, oh, that happened to me. Like, it just came out. And they just looked at me, and they said, what? And I told them. My mother, my mother knew who exactly who the person was. But after that happened, there was no more conversation. There was no more healing, and, and 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 that reminds me of being post-traumatic slave syndrome. That it's not stress syndrome; it's slave syndrome. That we was treated in a way, and then told to go help get your get your shit together without tools to get your shit together. But we got our shit together, right? As Black people, we got our shit together because that's what I'm proud of. That we continued on. And we persevere in spite of all the challenges and all of that, but to say that, being on the being that she was my mother, you know the concept of motherhood, the mother, even though she was sixteen, it's something that happens to you when you carry a child, you connect with it or you don't either you you gonna get with it, and i i, I mean she didn't put us in no they we weren't taken from her. You know, we weren't, we weren't take. my mother just had standards. She wanted the best of the best. She wanted us to look pretty. She wanted us to look nice because it reflect her. You only understand that four being 20 and that, got still step kids and everybody around you is older than you. That's embarrassment. That's a shame. That, and I carried that for her. You understand? I don't know if anybody's up there can understand how I'm feeling, you know, right. because my mother is, my mother is, 16 years older than me, and I'll be 64 in a couple of weeks. So she's 80. Wow. I, I, don't, I don't want to hurt her, you know, I, because what I have to say to her and what she did to me, because it was a continuing, it happened throughout my, my life. You know, she placed me in situations that wasn't conducive for my growth, for my health growth. I got put out by my aunt at 18. Okay, I was raped, molested at six, six and seven. I know what that feel like because I carried that soreness in my private area, and I dealt with it by myself without any okay. telling anybody. The crust, the sore, the, the everything. I know how that, what it felt like with this. You know, you can, you. I know what the sensation. I can feel the sensation. Mm-hmm. But my mom. It's like she couldn't. I don't know what it was. Sometimes, like a lot of people told me, it was jealousy, and I never, I never wanted to believe that my mother could be jealous. Mom, my mom is jealous of me. But things started happening, and it, and it just validate what people were saying about why my mother do what she do. Your mother, your mother is jealous of you. Your mother, you know. I'm like, what? Get out of here, you know. But. When this happened to me with these people in the church or the organization that you associate with to fill you up, religion and spirituality is two different things. And I think that's why I'm here today is because no one taught me how to how to listen to the spirits, the spirit. My soul and my spirit are two different things. My spirit is operating in the center of my gut. You know, and I try to listen to her today because she was talking to me when I was little and no one paid attention to me. So I didn't pay attention to her. I didn't know how to love her and neither did my mother. And to this day, I don't think my mother knows how to love me. I mean, not to say that she doesn't, but she doesn't know what I need from her. I don't think she ever knew what I needed from her because it was never about looking pretty. I needed you emotionally. I needed you to build me up to be a spring that I can springboard off. But how do you springboard off somebody who's going through her own puberty? How do you springboard off of somebody who's still learning how to get to wherever she got to go? That's why I give her grace today. I have to. I have to give her the grace because if I don't, I'm gonna die. I'm going to die lonely and hurting and I don't want to go out of this world not loving or not not loving my mother enough to love her enough to you know to forgive her. You know, it's just confusing. But I say all of that to say that you know the the Madonna, the the Madonna and the child, the um the Horus and um Seth, the mother you know that lap that seat the the seat that you sit on as a baby the lap of the throne it's your mother it's your mother that 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 replica of a madonna and a mother that that is so important and most women don't even know but when that happened to me like i told you earlier i said i had three kids and i had to i i had to write them letters because I know I broke their heart. I had to. I didn't know how to do nothing else but break hearts because I was broken. How do you give from a broken heart? Even though I tried because I thought it was normal, but I had to apologize to my oldest daughter. I had to apologize to my youngest daughter. I had to apologize to my son. If I ever broke in your heart, know that it was not my intention. And I'm sorry. But can we move on from here? Can we agree if we don't agree, but we expect each other enough to disagree? I'm going to hear you out. I'm going to hear what you got to say. I'm going to feel you. Because today, my youth, my kids, when I look at them, I'm sorry for a lot of things. It's because of what I went through. It's because I didn't know how to give them everything. I did the best that I could. But you have to. Go back and make amends to that, especially when you're a mom. There's so many children out here that need the mother to tell them that I love you. I love I love you. I didn't call my mother mom when I was little. I called her by her first name, Joan. That's my mother name. Joan this, Joan that. And then one day when I was little, I was like, why am I calling her that? Why can't I? Why, I'm gonna call her mommy. I made up in my mind that I was gonna call her mommy. Not that she told me to do it. I did it because you're my mother. But this is the this is the dysfunction that we grow up in. You know, this is the, this is the function, and this is not. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't begin with me. This is this is generational. Believe me, my my family is fucked up. My family is fucked up. I I'm detaching from them. Until I heal myself enough that I can be around them and give them all the grace that they need. Because if I go around now, it's going to be an eruption. Because I didn't like it when it was happening then, and I don't like it that it's still happening now. And if y'all can't elevate me, if y'all can't get with my vibration and where I'm going, I can't be around y'all. I'm not coming to the family reunion just because to be the family reunion. What are we doing? What are we doing as a family? This family is, is not healed. It's broken. It's dysfunctional. And the matriarch and the, and the patriarch is gone. Grandfather, grandmother is gone. You know, those people and even them, they didn't get it right. But you got to pay homage to them because they done crossed over. Whatever little bit that they can give me, I'm here to listen. Today, because they wasn't saying too much when when they was here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they wasn't giving too much guidance. I had to watch. So I'm a I'm an observer. I observe behavior. I, that's how I get by. I observe behavior, and that's how I did it all my life. But I always trusted in the Creator. I always knew that there was something more more stronger than What's in front of us? I always trusted that God, that they teach us is that's the name of this force—God or Allah or Adonai or you know all the other names that we have that they confuse us with because you know the English language is is, is magical, is is trans, it trans, it, it you know it puts us in a trance. Half the words don't mean what they really mean. So we be talking you have we have to be very careful about how we speak to one another. But i I think I'm getting off the topic. Because the topic is the No, you're flowing,
0: you're flowing. It's,
2: it's,
1: it's just, just, just yeah. the mother, mother, mother thing for me. Because my kids is is all that is God has given me. He's giv he that that he has blessed me with, I know. Okay, that's for sure. I know those three are mine. I know those three God, he gave me them. So it's up to me to make sure that they're standing in their truth, not in the lie. Stand up in your truth. And I want them to know that I got their back. I ain't got to agree with it. And I may curse your ass out when you get home because you did it, but in front of the people, I'm going to back mine in a way that if they wrong, they're wrong, and we'll deal with it, and we'll deal with it however we got to deal with it. But I needed to address my mother, and I cried for a long time because it hurts me. Because, you know, I know she could have been a, 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 a not that she's not, but she, I don't, you know, sometimes I don't think our mothers want it what they had because she wasn't married when she had me, (laughs) you know, and she wasn't married when she had the other next to me. So how how much of that was love or how much, you know, you question how you was born and, you know, not to say that, you know, she did what she could do, and I know it was painful for her, but her pain should not have been my pain at six and seven years old. And I shouldn't have had to repress all the other things that happened to me because you wasn't there to protect me. And that's what I have to say about my mom. I love her. She's 80 years old today. I haven't really physically seen her since 2019, but I talk to her every now and then. But lately I've been just being quiet because I know that She's not going to give me the support that I need, and I'm tired of being hurt by some of the things that she said. Because I really don't think she really know that she's hurting me, and I really don't know how to tell her that she's hurting me still to the day, at 63 years old. But I want, I want to, I want to leave it and let her be, and I want to get strength in my growth so that I can be, and hopefully.
0: You know. Yeah. So, so do you think? Well, you ne- I, I'm assuming you never had a chance to really sit down and talk with her, even about her upbringing, right? I just it- want to say that there's so many women out here and men, okay, but it's it's it, it's it's a it's a similar pain, but it's slightly different. It's like you saying, "I want to go to the restaurant and eat a hamburger. I'm hungry." and the person next to you saying, oh, I want, I want to eat some hot dogs. I'm hungry. Two different things, but they satisfied your hunger, which I'm not saying to eat those things. So with a young boy and a young girl that have that same distance from their mother, it affects the boys and the girls in overlapping ways. And because of the differences of the sex growing up in society, there's some slight Differences or or additions that the other sex doesn't feel Look, let me tell you, Robin There are a lot of women I talk to Because of the shows that I have And a lot of them open up to me On all kind of topics But they pretty much are not ready to get on I don't pressure them to get on But the conversations I have with them Have educated me beyond any book or degree. And oftentimes when I see this kind of thing go on, it's something with the mother that happened to her too. Not that she is excused for it, but on both sides it's something we both have to do. See? And I concur you 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 have You've, you, you're very strong and you've come out of your own pain that you still feel to this day to say that you've got to be above that while you are hurting so for her and any mother who is like this they've got to look within themselves and attempt to heal and stop these things because it's going to affect the next generation and it's affected you like you said to a point with your children where you had to write letters to them. This thing will keep on going down the generations unless we decide, hey, i got to stop this, whether you realize it or not or your children remind you of it. So there are many people out here who are going through that. I know people personally who are going through it on all stages. So it's not something that's uncommon. And when you spoke with me and you said this is something you wanted to, to, to talk about, I said it's very important. And I'm glad you stepped forward, and I take my hat off to you for doing so. So now, in your life, you know, career, coming up, adolescence, adulthood, young adulthood, getting to the point you're at now, could you explain the ways that this affected you, even though you went on to become a grown woman and successful in your career and everything? How does this thing still affect you so others can hear it? And know that are not all alone.
1: Well, you know, I like I told you from a very, from a very young age, I always had this sort of connection, like with 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 the universe. Like I remember my first, I remember my first um, nightmare when I was a little girl. Okay, and. My mother, my mother used to smoke cigarettes. She don't smoke anymore. She stopped a long time ago. But anyway, I had a dream about a moon. The moon, of all things, the moon was sitting on my fire escape. It had like stick legs. I don't know. I can see it. Still see it. And it had lips. It was like a cartoon, but it was bright. It was shining. But she had a cigarette, and if she was a she, it was a lady. It was a female attribute to the to the moon. Right. Now I'm a little girl. This is this is my dream when I was a little girl, and the, the 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 moon started smoking cigarettes. She started smoking on a cigarette, and she had her legs crossed, and it was a half moon. But when she started smoking the cigarettes, the moon started slicing like she started rippling. Like, she started slicing in half. And I got scared, I guess. And I woke up out of my dream. Now, here I am 63 years later, and I told you that a lot of downloads are coming into my head. Music. Music from my, my youth. But anyway, um, the moon thing. I'm a Sagittarian. I'm a Sagittarius. By five, My sign is fire sign. But my moon is Pis- Pisces. My moon is my is myself is my inner self. My moon is that person that I repressed all these years. So what I'm saying is that how the universe protected me to get to where I'm at, so I can realize and reflect and connect dots for me. It ain't for every. It ain't not for Joe Blow next you know across the street. It's for Robin. You know that moon. My mother's a Pisces. My mother was born under the Pisces sign. My mother was born with a veil over her face, but she's scary. She's scared of her own self. So whatever when you ask me what happened like if anything happened, what I had to do for me, I had to I had to keep going. I had to say, you know, it's gonna be okay. I've been, I've been telling myself you're gonna be okay from when she, from a little girl when you know I couldn't go outside to play because I ain't have sneakers. Only thing right. I had was a pair of patent leather shoes from Easter, and it's here we are in August, and I ain't got no sneakers to go outside and play with everybody else. So I got to sit on the side with patent leather white shoes on as a wow. little girl. But what I'm saying is that. All these feelings I had to deal with and learn how to medicate. I don't know what I was doing, but I was medicating. I've been medicating myself, whether it was self-talk, whether it was just dealing with it and and hoping for the next day, again, i rise, you know, the sun to come out tomorrow, you know, whatever the hell I had to say to myself to keep myself going, you know. I I had to keep myself going. I had to keep I had to keep saying Robert even when you even when I cry you know I'll be like you know God went you know you, you know create what, what what's going on I'm hurting and i'm a, I'm gonna cry until it because crying is cleansing for me i got, it, it's something that has to come out because I ain't saying shit, <laughs> so it's gotta come out some kind of way <laughs> <laughs> you know I ain't talking about it to nobody especially to the people that really need to hear it because i don't want to hurt nobody you know because i'm i I don't want to hurt nobody like they hurt me but you know and sometimes sometimes you got i got to learn how not to do that because i've been sacrificing i've been sacrificing my feelings all this time for everybody else to be okay and i'm over here dying
0: This, this is this is this is what i'm trying to say right you do realize that, that you don't have to carry that burden to be the one who keeps the peace. You see what I mean? Like you have so much love inside of you to be so considerate to not want to hurt other people's feelings in your circle, but you can't carry the bag the whole way.
1: But it's I'm not. Like, ca- but I decided to not carry the. I'm. So I, I'm. I'm accepting that I. They hurt me, but I'm right. also accepting that it's better for me to love you from afar. I don't have to be up in your face or be around the corner or be in the same city to love you. Okay. Love can reach many, across many oceans, you ain't got to be up on it. And I offer that to the person that means that much to me and that's my mother. My mother is the person that means that much to me because, (coughs) (coughs) because I understand, I understand her pain. I do. I do understand it. I can understand even if she, if something happened to her that she don't want to talk about. I can understand it, but I can't make her tell me what she need to say. She need to come to that. I've been in therapy. My mother hasn't. I've been, I've been talking to people, even though they didn't fucking help me. I've been Mm the therapy. I've been in therapy for the past twenty fucking years to tell you the truth. And I just stopped looking at these motherfuckers because they're going to they make a book about me. That's <laughs> what the hell they're going to do. They're going to take notes and then go out and write a goddamn bestseller about me. Because I'm going to divulge all my pain. Y'all can't help me because I have to help me. Y'all can't, I, Y'all can't know this pain because y'all don't know what it is. To, y'all can identify with it, but you cannot know it like I know my pain. So when you ask me how, I've been I've been telling Robin, get up for a long time. Even when she heard, get up, go outside in them patent leather shoes. Just don't go run down the street. Stay on the stoop. <laughs> Stay on the stoop so nobody can see the patent leather shoes. <laughs> that was That's too small, not funny, Robin. but I
0: know why you you have to laugh at it in your healing. It, I understand. It
1: is it is it's 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 not funny, but it's you know when you look back, shit, I was out there on that stoop, acting like an old woman sitting there on the stoop with Pat leather shoes on, and the only reason why I was sitting my ass down because I couldn't play in Pat leather, and it was hurting, <laughs>
2: mm.
1: but you know you know I saw like I saw my mother's pain from a little girl, and when I say a little girl. When she sent me to the store to get something for her, I went to the store. I'm going to say this last thing, and, I, you know, you can ask me what, what you want afterwards. But I went to the store. It was a drugstore. It was right across the street from where we lived. And she sent me over there to get something. Anyway, I went into that store, got what she got, and walked out there with this. I stole something. But I stole her. <laughs> I stole something for my mother. And I, and I, went, I went and gave it to her. Whoa. And she said, "You,
3: you take that right back to the store."
2: <laughs> I was <Wow>. like, "What?
1: <laughs> this little six-year-old girl? You take that right back to the store and give it to the? You go to them? Go get it back to?" I'm so. In. <laughs> I had to go all the way back to the store and take that. My mama told me to bring it back because she told me. I was,
0: <laughs> you must have been scared. <laughs> but she,
1: she didn't go with me. She didn't go with me to explain this is what my daughter did. She let me face that shit by myself. Mm-mm. At six years old. And then they turned around. You know, you're too grown, but y'all y'all give me the responsibility like I'm grown. So why I can't talk to y'all like I'm grown? You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all putting me in these positions, these like grown up positions, like getting on the bus and going 25 minutes on a bus with my my two sisters, my brother, my little brother and little sister at seven years old to go to my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. At seven. Why am I on the bus, on the 44 bus in Brooklyn, going to my grandmother's house in Williamsburg by myself with my two little sisters, but I knew, she knew I knew how to get there. But that's that's a lot of responsibility, don't you think? It's a lot of responsibility to hurt for somebody else at seven. But you know what? She wasn't no older. She was only 16 when she was 21. You know? So, when you ask me when you ask me how I survived I was, I was a, I'm was a survivor, I'm a survivor mode, I'm a survivor about myself, even though when I wasn't saying nothing I'm a survivor
0: Oh, you definitely are that for sure, you know You to speak want, about it, definitely. I want to
1: live, I want to live, dog I want to live, I really do because I don't have uh malicious bone in my body. I don't go out of my way to plot or do things to hurt people. That's not that's not who I am. I ain't got time for that bullshit to make sure or try to think up uh ways to hurt you. But I lived in a household that people did that shit. They did shit to hurt you and then try to hide their hand and act like they didn't do nothing. You know?
2: Yes, when,
3: you run, when,
1: you, when you run in the house, it's up to you to run your household. When you don't run your household, it goes crazy. It's chaos. Just a little. It don't even if you let it lap a little bit. It's chaos. Shit happens, and the, somebody is gonna suffer from it. Somebody. And I was a scapegoat in my family. I was the oldest, you know. So she had kids. And I was pushed further and further. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She forgot about me, but I still was that one. I was that one she called every morning. I was her right hand. I was that one. But she did not do enough to protect me emotionally, physically. She didn't do it. She didn't. And I just went about life thinking that I wasn't enough for nobody. I didn't have a lot of friends, you know. I know. Mean, you know what? I I looked at my birth chart, you know. You mm-hmm. do? Or, or do you look at? Do you do you do your? You know your birth chart and everything.
0: Do you? Well, I, to, to be honest, I've never had to really do it because so many people know my birthday; they just send it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got hundreds of them, but I know well, what you hopefully. mean.
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying that when I looked at my birth chart, because I never did. And never really did, but I always was attracted to numbers, like you know the const the 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 zodiac, and because a lot of it is related, you can relate it in course reference to the Bible. There's a course there's a course reference to it, and if you look at the wheel, it's a lot of stuff that I'm just opening. My mind is opening up to, and it just make you know make it make sense. You know, it's just make it's like connecting dots for me and it's happening in real life. It's like it's happening now at 63 years old. Not that 63, I don't want to get hung up on that number because as long as it happens, it happens, you know? But yes. I've been on this I've been on this for a long time. I just was not listening to Robin cuz everybody tell you to listen to your head instead of listen to your gut. And your gut got more for you than what your head do because what what they put in your head is a lie what they teach you most of this shit is a lie mm-hmm. but how you feeling you ever felt something and you don't know how to say it and then maybe years or later you understand and you somebody say something and say oh shit i got it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know my mom my one of my aunts you know she tried to embarrass me once when, when i was a teenager and uh she introduced me to a boy i, I must have been it was before i graduated high school so I was seventeen, and she, this boy to her was cute. It was she was, he, he he was cute to her. Maybe she liked him. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> he was younger than her, so he, oh, let me introduce you to my niece. You know how that go, right? Yep. Okay, so I meet him, and uh, he, she, you invite him over. You invite me to your house. I come in your house, and we, this boy, I'm just sitting there being a teenager, you know. She gonna get cute and talk about Cinderella, Cinderella, trying to embarrass me because it's it's twelve o'clock. Oh, then. It's twelve o'clock and she wants him to go home. This your fucking house. Why you don't tell the nigga to go home? You invited him over here to meet me. Anyway, then after she leaves, this is one thing she said to me and I Lance, when I was seventeen, I looked at her like, what the fuck is this lady saying? She said two <laughs> She said, you know, too much, too soon is like too little, too late. Mm -mm. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? But you know what? I know what that shit means today. And it's one of my favorite lines. Too much, too soon is like too little, too late. Don't come to me with the bullshit. Don't come to me with nothing. But I still love my mama even in all her, but I just can't, and I think she knows, I think my mother knows that I know that how she treated me was fucked up, because she stays her distance, you know, you know how some mothers call their daughters, that, that ain't my mom, because I'm, I don't know how to curb my tongue sometimes, <laughs> and I don't want to say nothing that hurt her, but I have a young family. You know, my mother was 16, so her siblings. But I grew up in a house that had, there was 13 children from my grandmother in the house already. She didn't have the other two yet, but there was 13 in the house, including my mother. And then when I was, but I had to just. I just want I, I just knew I wanted I wanted better for myself. I wanted better, but I don't know. I'm still looking for better, but I'm satisfied. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not where I want to be, but I know I can, I'm going to get there. I know that I want to make sure that my children even though they're grown, I want to know, I want to feel like if I die, whenever I do, that they're going to be all right. Even if, you know, if they go before me, I don't know. Whatever, how, whatever. I just want to know that they're self-sufficient. If right. I know that they're self-sufficient, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That I don't love no one more than the other. I love y'all all, but y'all all need from me differently. And I recognize that. But I had to tell Robin, Robin, you can't, you cannot give up on yourself. My father wasn't in the picture. So, you know, I had a make, I had a make believe daddy, um, even though she had a, you know, she, she did, she, my mother did marry, but it wasn't my father. And, um. The guy who became my daddy in my mind, he was, I don't know if you remember the show called The FBI. Yeah. That show, FBI, um, was, was Zimbalist, I think one of the the white guys F-
0: names. from F- F- Zimbalist Jr. Junior.
1: Jr., junior, right? You remember the black guy? <laughs> <I> remember. <laughs> you remember the black guy? Yes. The black. That was my daddy, okay?
0: <laughs> right, right. That he was, was a placeholder.
1: He was the he was the black guy on the show, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's who I identified as my dad. As a little girl, growing <laughs> up, I, I imagine him with, 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 with the course references that because I became a police officer. Right. You know, I don't know. Go figure.
0: Wow. Well, I wanted to ask you about that also. You know, that's a demanding job. And we know those atmospheres can be quite sexist. We know those atmospheres can be quite Mm -hmm. racist. I personally know many police officers, especially New York police officers that are retired and some still in the force. You already had this sense of being hollow on the inside because of what your mother never gave you. But yet and still, you had healthy ways of coping with it. From what you tell me, you've never been into the drug abuse or never been into the alcoholism. Oh, I have. So, I have. Oh, okay, okay. We're gonna talk oh. about that too. Okay, well, oh. oh, we're well, we gonna talk about that too. I just want okay. That's more. I didn't even know. That's like me not seeing the full menu. Oh, you got that on there to offer. I want that one too. So, yeah. in that, in that, so I gotta rephrase it. But no, I'll keep it the same way. But in no. that, how. Mm-hmm. How, how did you deal at first with the inner challenges that you possessed at that time, which still sting now, but it had to be amplified more because you were much younger, and now you're in a better place, better place that way? How did you go into such a demanding situation, dealing with the public, dealing with your own co-workers, dealing with protocol, dealing with the academy? you to know you when- yourself? when you completed the academy? Was there doubt as you went into it? And on the job, how did it affect you in your interaction with coworkers in public?
1: Okay, so... 23, I went in to the organization at 23. However, I worked for the police department prior to being a police officer. I was a civilian. So I had... I was around police that that's the presence of the police department but civilian worker i became a police officer at 23 and i'm gonna tell you this i went in scared okay because when i went for my first interview and i remember the guy who i talked to and i told him i said let me i said i don't know if i want to do this because this is a dangerous job and i'm really scared and he said to me, he said, you have nothing to fear but to fear God. That was my determ- – That how, that's how I made my decision to go on to the police department. But I went in as a transit police officer, not a regular P- NYPD officer. So what that means is that during that time – huh?
0: No, explain this to everybody, but I, I understand because I, yeah. I was – in New York City at that time also, you know, in a transition, you know, before before it actually. But go ahead. Yeah.
1: But it was housing. Had they had they, they had their jurisdiction, transit had their jurisdiction and in the NYPD had they was all operated. They all had their own chiefs, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so we had to go to NYPD, everybody, housing, transit and NYPD. We did our most of our training at the police academy. But then we, transit and housing had to go extra. They had to go to the academy. Because at one time we, we trained separately. But when I became a police officer, everybody went to NYPD and trained. And then we went and got our extra training separately after we graduated. So we had to do extra. How did I deal with it? With, uh, with the sexism and all of that shit, cause I ain't know. That's how I dealt with it. When you're naive, you don't know. So you deal. You just be like, oh shit. It's like, oh shit. But racism wasn't something that I dealt. With. I was. I knew about. I. I mean, I knew black and white, but not like what I learned. How I learned it in the police department. Because us- twenty, twenty three. Going through the police, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't even know that I was a secret weapon. I didn't even know my own attractiveness. I didn't even know about fetishes. I didn't even know about half the shit. And I had a baby, okay? I had a little girl that was three years old. That was one of the main reasons why I became a police officer, because I wanted to give her more than what I, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to yes. take care of my right. child, because there wasn't no fucking body else doing it. That's what I wanted to do. I went into the police department and I realized what sexual harassment was right there in the academy. Okay, when I was running, the, the, they said something about my my breast.
0: You, you need a, to get the, a better
1: bra. You need to get a better bra. Your your breast in front of everybody now. The men. The, the men's the, the, the instructors. The men instructors.
0: So they're bringing attention to your breasts. That's obviously you have, you're a woman, you're going to have titties. I mean, like what's, what's wrong with exactly. that?
1: Exactly. Exactly. England you, you, you need to get a
3: better breast, your,
1: your, your breast is jumping up and down. I was like, Oh my God, because you know, that was a, that was, that hurt me because my mother, again, bring me back to my mother. When I started growing breasts, she never bought me a bra. So when I used to go outside and play, the little boys you know one little boy why, why are you always jumping up and your titty? your is jumping up and down, you know you know stuff like that, right, so when he did that, he caused attention to me, but I couldn't jump out the line and not run, I had to continue to run it when I did push ups you know you i you know this is my first this is my first time going at uh, a rigid- a rigid um exercise. Yeah, yeah. It the first time. I mean, when I came out, I was like a fire hydrant. I mean, I was built. I was, you know, you know, I was tight. <laughs> but, you know, I'm doing push-ups, and this, this 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 motherfucker coming up to me. What you doing? Get up off the floor. What you doing? You having sex with the floor? Get up off. I mean, you what the, Brothers behind me, I'm doing squat thrust, and they even damn, you should do doing mean squat thrust. You know, shit oh like that. God. I'm in the, I'm we working out, and this motherfucker made sure, this nigga used to make sure he lined up behind me because he wanted to see me do my, he wanted to see me do my squat thrust. Mm-hmm. But, um, I still went through all of that, and then I went to Transit Academy, and these these motherfuckers operate on a whole nother different level, 'cause they get away with shit that NY they couldn't get, they probably would never get away with with NY and NYPD. You understand? because they they own little shit, it's just like any any other organization, everybody you know the rules may be uh supposed to be the same, but how they administer and how how it's getting out is different. It's like every church you go to every whole every every church has its own energy, right so it's certain things that things was happening like there was there was one person now first first coming off. Coming into the police department, I don't know these people. I don't know these people. I'm coming in, work trying to work, learn. Men coming in. One man I, he wasn't even he was he they retired him. He was a retired sergeant. But he used to always come up to the to the transit academy and he singled me out. This nigga used to come out and find out where I was at on patrol. I'd be on my going doing my work and all of a sudden he pop up i'm like what how you know you know what i'm saying these people were relentless these but i didn't know the women was even even don't be don't be beautiful and not 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 know you beautiful because when you (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's good that i didn't know i was kind of cute because i all of these, all of them should have got my ass to kiss. Every last one of them. I had one sergeant call me up at my house and tell me how he wanna. He wasn't even a sergeant. He was a lieutenant. How sexy I was. How he wanted to have oral sex with me. I was like, Oh my God! Are you a lieutenant for real? And he was like, You know that? And me talk This is these, these is what men was doing.
0: And, and he didn't fear any retaliation, like for sexual harassment. I mean, I'm because taking the of- tank. You you, you know. kept your relationship professional before, so he just came out unwarranted and just called you in your private residence, your private at phone?
1: private residence. I was living with my mother.
0: He That's called bold. my
1: mother's house telling me how he wanted to eat this and eat, and I ain't never heard you know, I was approved. I was approved even though I had a baby. Even though <laughs> I had, had a baby.
2: Huh? That was a shock.
1: Yeah, oh, I was man. like, oh, shit, what? Then the one day I came to work, Lance, and, um, they had pictures of my damn
3: feet.
1: Somebody they took pictures of my feet. I had wore sandals for summertime, and you know, I took pictures and put it on the front and in the, in the at the desk in the, on the. Foot fetish, yes. unbelievable. I, I didn't know what the I didn't know. A foot, they said <laughs> it's a foot fetish. I said a foot fetish. I'm 23. I'm 23 right. now. I don't know this shit. I don't know. But I was fucking. I was out there fucking had a baby. I ain't know. People thought that I knew. I ain't know shit. I didn't know. But this is what I was going through. That's terrible. Okay? The men, I mean, the women wasn't my friend. But when I was trying to tell you about the chart, about my birth chart, you know you have 12 houses, right, on the chart? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I noticed that like in my friend in my friend chart in on the chart where the friend zone is, I ain't got no signs over there.
3: <laughs> wow.
1: I ain't got no signs in that house. So my my friendship thing is like like I know I, I had a problem with being friends with people. I don't have a lot of friends, but these women. People knew about me. I I worked in Brooklyn, and people in the Bronx knew who I was. They was talking about me in the Bronx. How did you know about me in the Bronx? People wanted to know who I was.
0: So you you were working in the Bronx, and you were living in Brooklyn.
1: I I lived in Brooklyn, and I worked in Brooklyn. I I worked off of Fulton Street, Skimmerhorn Street. That was where my command was when I first started.
0: Which, well, I don't know if you could tell what pre- precinct it is, but.
1: Um,
0: you... I'm going to say,
1: uh, a precinct, did, oh God. It might be the seven eights, 8s 7-5s, because it's Brooklyn. 7-5 um, right. is bed but. Anyway, my, my district covered – you know, I was listening to one of your – it's funny how you was you mentioned on one of your part, one of your um, conversations about the A-train that you had to ride. And when you was talking about it, it took me back to me on the A-train. Now, I didn't know the A-train going towards Queens, like going across that damn water. Right, right. Okay. I didn't I didn't I never took it that way. I took it the other way. <laughs> but I was a transit officer, right? And I never rode I never had the A train line for the, for for about a year I was at that command. And I told somebody that, they never, you know, oh, I never had the A line. I'm not that I wanted it cuz I ain't want to drive over that damn water. Don't you know? The next day Whoever I told that to, they went and told somebody uh-huh. else, and they put that ass out there on that A-train. I had to ride that A-train by myself all the way out to the to – the
0: Rockaway. Rockaway. The
1: Rockaways, honey. All Rockaway yeah.
0: and Rockaway Park. And see, what it is is that you, you, you have the one that um that goes to Rockaway and Rockaway Park because when it hits Rockaway Boulevard, which is three stops before Lefferts Boulevard, grew up on that line right Mm -hmm. you have one that goes to lefferts and one that turns and goes to rockaway Mm -hmm. and one goes up and the other one stays steady and that's how you can tell you know how because when i'm coming home from brooklyn or manhattan when i take the a train because i could take the e-train too depending on what part of manhattan i was in right you better make sure when you're going and you come out of Grant Avenue and you go up on the L, ele- on, on the L, on the elevated line, that when you, get to Far Rock, or when you get to Rockaway Boulevard, right there by White Castle, they make an announcement. This is a Lefferts Boulevard train.
2: Exactly. Or
0: this is a Far Rockaway, Rockaway Park train. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, don't, I can't get the sound. But if you fall asleep, there are times, I don't, I never really fell asleep, but there are times I dozed. I might have been tired. And I ended up taking the wrong A train. Mm -hmm. And you open your eyes and you're going over that water, down Cross Bay Way and all of that. And you got to do, if it's late at night, it's cold out there in Far Rockaway, and you do the round robin. You got to know about that. I play Far -hmm. Rockaway, and that one train goes all the way to one side, right by the beach. You look out, you see the water, and don't let it be January or February. Good. You got and those doors open, you can't sleep. It's so cold. See, mm-hmm. and you got to go all the way around and come back. So they put you on that line. Hopefully it wasn't for long, and hopefully yep. it wasn't for the winter time. Trust me, I it know. Was,
1: it was winter time, and it was it was people who was just jealous, people who just was mad because they had to do it. You know, and and these is men, these is, and when you talk about, you know, you have another thing about um, men being covertly jealous of the women, you know, um, I'm gonna tell you, I had, I had, when I came in the police department, my hair was long, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was, I wasn't attractive, but I had something else on my mind. I came here to fucking work. I ain't come here to get all this sexual education, all this bullshit that y'all doing. One man followed me out of my command, and grabbed me by my by my neck, by my collar, and tried to stuff his tongue down my throat. Wow. And I bit the shit out of it.
2: Mm hmm.
1: And he said, "What?" I said, "The next time you fucking try it, you bet you lucky. Don't do it." I mean, I've been grabbed by my collar, and I'm like, "Who the fuck you think you?" Put putting your hands on me. Don't don't touch me. He said, I'm not your fucking husband. And I said, I'm not your fucking wife. Don't fucking touch me. I mean, the sexual harassment that I I encountered, I was I was a fighter. I'm telling you right now. They made me feel uncomfortable. I was not sitting in your fucking office while you jerk off behind your desk. Okay?
0: Are you serious?
1: Let me tell oh, you. Something man.
0: Look, I'm not doubting it, you. I'm just saying. This is yeah. crazy.
1: They sit you, you know, they, they don't like you. They want to come up to you. Oh, you know, one, one, one Italian sergeant, uh, uh, you know, he, he looked like they you. he he looked stupid. He You look stupid. Luckily, you know a little bit about the law that you can teach it because you, cause you couldn't sit in my face to tell you the truth. He wanted to take his hand and put it out to me and said, look, we almost the same complexion. <laughs>
3: An
1: Italian sergeant. Okay, I said yeah. I said because of what, what, what was, what was his name? Was it, was it Hannibal who went up in there? Yeah. Hannibal. Yeah. I said, well, thank, thank Hannibal for you, for you
2: <laughs> that you got, the,
1: got their complexion. Okay, leave me the fuck alone, leave me alone. And his little stupid ass, he got mad because I, I told him that, and then he went and told his supervisor was a lieutenant, and he gonna call me in his office. Now I go in the office. He gets in front of behind his desk. So he's gonna sit behind his desk and and move back in his chair and open his legs and, and gonna rock back and forth trying to talk to me. And I'm like, so you know, what, what 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 we're not gonna do is I'm not gonna sit up here and you making me feel uncomfortable and think I'm gonna sit here and listen to you. I'm not doing it. And I just NBA got out. the
0: object of his twisted lust.
1: Yeah, and I just got up and and I was out. I went and hid in a closet some fucking weird and made them look for me. They tried to suspend me for seven for seven days without pay. And I went to court. And I they said, well, you know, you get a uh, you know they give you the lawyers. I said that's a conflict of interest for me. He can't tell he can't he can't speak for me because he working for the for the people that I'm fighting against. He can't represent me. So I got me on my own lawyer. And even though I was suspended, I didn't get suspended for five, for seven days. I got suspended for four days.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: But my my thing is these people. I made these people's – People they were looking at me. I mean, I don't understand it. I really didn't. It was it was it was it was just, it was just uh, uh I didn't understand what was happening. You know, I would be sitting in the in the room. And and everybody's supposed to be working. I look up at one white boy looking at me, and I looked up, and I caught him staring at me. And I'm like, what are you looking at? He said, I wish I can, under, I wish I can know what's going on in your head. I said, what? You want to know what's going on in my head? You looking at me that goddamn hard. <laughs> you want to know what's going on in my head? Why? Prompt people, I'm waiting for the bus stop. One one sergeant, he know damn well he wasn't supposed to be getting on that bus. He got his ass right on the bus with me. He got off a couple of stops like the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And, you know, when I came a police officer, you know, crack was like, crack was the epi- was out there. Everybody yeah, was yeah. doing it, even, even the police officers, okay?
2: i so,
0: serious. I mean, I heard but yeah
1: it was they was it was it was a mess it was a mess it was a messy 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 okay i know
0: they were out there messing with prostitutes some of them not all of them i know some good guys
1: that was one of my um that was one of my questions that they asked me as for my psych about how did i feel about prostitution that was one of my questions and i said i don't have no problem with them it's the oldest it's the oldest form of making money. And if you got to make money and that's what you got to do, I ain't got a problem with it. <laughs> yes. I mean, not that I do. Not that, that's not something that I would, I would want to have to do, but I can understand right. it. I can understand it. But they retired me. I didn't put in my papers. And you... Uh, have you ever heard? Do you remember the the, the Haitian brother? It was a
0: Haitian a brother, huh? The one who was uh, abused by the cop
1: with the with the knife stick.
0: Yeah, Abdu oh. Diallo was okay. it? Was it Diallo? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, no, I he, don't was know he was on the um, I don't know.
1: I forgot what the brother name that they did that to.
0: Yeah, let me see. I
1: was. I was on restricted duty when that happened. And they were going and back and forth, and people was trying to find the. It was a. It was the nightstick. It was a night. Anyway, to make a long story short, I'm sitting at my desk, and there's a white boy that comes up, and he pulls out this broken nightstick, and pulled it up in front of me. No, it
0: wasn't. In front of it wasn't, I was the dialogue. That was one. That was one who had got shot 41 times. I got the names mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. But that, go ahead.
1: But the the this Haitian one. They rammed him with, with they, 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 they molested SNA him with a nice.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So this white boy thought it was funny and held up in front of me, a broken piece of a, a wooden stick and asked me, was this the missing piece that they was looking for? Oh snap. And I wrote that ass up. Right. I wrote a, I wrote a complaint against him. Don't you do that shit. We're not doing that. So We're not. And you know what they realized? They said, we can't fuck with this bitch. You gotta give it up. And they did it. They put my papers in. I didn't get no farewell. <laughs> I ain't getting no party. I ain't just they kicked they kicked me to the curb. But I did get my pension. I did get my pension. Abner is his name. Yeah, that's, that's what a, I think.
0: Abna Yeah. Yes. Him. Justin Volker was the cop.
1: Yes. And it was they eat and, and they it, it, a whole group of them. Okay, when I wrote that shit up, I wrote it up, and I sent it to the complaint review board. Do what y'all gotta do because this little motherfucker he lucky I ain't punched him in his face. Don't do that. it's the same thing they did when 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 o j won his trial. I was in a car with a white Italian. You know, let me tell you when they heard that fucking verdict, they couldn't they couldn't hold they could not hold back. They was
3: mad
0: it ticked off.
2: Hmm.
0: I don't know if you hit the it's, mute it, button, sister, but you're still I on. Huh? But I don't hear you. Now, I, th- I thought you might um, have hit the mute button by mistake.
1: It, it, it's like they—they they tell you like one of the one of the white girls tell me. You know, I never heard. I never really really understand. I never used the word nigger before. I said, "You well, are you sure you know how to use it in this right con- context system <laughs> With somebody that don't know know how to use the fucking word, you sure know how to use it in the right sentence and shit. The fuck you talking about, bitch? You know, I, I cut off all my hair. Let me tell you, I went bald, girl. I went bald. And after I went bald, I started locking my hair. While I'm on patrol minding my damn business, here come a brother, a brother, gonna come up in front of me, and no, now this is after I got ten years on the job, so you know I ain't got time for half of y'all. <laughs> so don't come up in my face with none of your bullshit. He gonna come and he said you don't get enough to you. Now you are gonna go lock your hair. You don't. You ain't. You ain't causing enough problems. I said if you don't, nigga. If you don't get out my face, don't come in my face. This is this is the type of shit that you deal with with people, and that's why I know that it was more than one person more than one per people that got me out of that department i didn't get no variable supplement i was three years short of retirement they didn't want to give me no variable supplement that was another paycheck besides your pension that you're entitled to after 20 years but yeah so how I dealt with that? I drank. They had. I was taking medication, prescription medication, cause you can't do nothing else in the police department. And then, you know, when they got, when I got really, when I like, when I tell you that the universe responds and gives me what I need, that's what happened to me. I went to rehab.
2: <laughs> oh
1: wow. Yeah. But I had a part in saying it. I needed help. I really did. I really needed help. And I was thrown, and that's why I say it was during the crack era, because I was thrown in with drug addicts, heroin addicts, crackheads, alcohol, and hear me coming in here, police
2: officer.
1: <laughs> I, I get in front of a group, and I don't want to talk to nobody because I'm I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a problem. You know what? I'm not an alcoholic. I didn't think, I knew I needed help, but I wasn't an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't, them, them people in that circle was all women. They said, you're not coming up in here acting like you, Miss Missy, Miss Missy. Who you think? You know, the girls gave it to me. And I was like, I said, I cried. I was in a fetal position all night. Them girls was, them girls loved me to, back to normal. That's how I broke I was broken that's when I knew that my healing was starting to begin, but I wasn't paying I didn't pay attention to the my gut what my gut was trying to teach me I just kept repressing you know everything that I should have been dealing with I just kept repressing it I just kept repressing it because I needed to keep going to work because I needed to keep taking care of my kids you know so I right. couldn't deal with I couldn't deal with. Certain things, but I was—I knew enough to knew that I needed help to understand what was happening to me with this with these uh, prescription pills that they was giving me, the Valiums and all of that shit, and then the Hennessy and all of that that I was drinking, just to just to numb it, just right. to get through. And then I was a party girl, so the music was also healing for me. Music is very healing for me. Almost that's how, definitely. That's how I heal my soul is. I listen to old music, and sometimes the old music, you wonder why you liked it back then. You understand why you like it today, because it says something to you, and it's speaking to you in a way that you can under really understand. You know, you can you can hear, you can. I don't know. I don't even I don't even understand it. It's just it's just crazy it's really crazy because me calling you Lance is a cry for real it's a cry for me to really stop procrastinating with yourself you're doing i know i'm doing a good job with being with myself but i've been by myself for a long time and i don't want to be i don't want to be by myself you know but i don't want just anybody to come in because i'm guarded I don't want people to hurt me no more. I don't want to be hurt and I'm not trying to hurt nobody. So, yeah. Alcoholism and it's something that's in my family too. Drug addiction. Um I was always afraid of drug drugs because of my my father being addicted to heroin.
0: Um Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough road to um to travel, whether it's self or a family member. As many people know, here my brother has always been into substances. My older brother, so I understand a little bit about that, you know, and and the emotional repercussions of yearning to have a normal relationship with them, and they're, they're out there doing stuff and. It leaves a void for sure. Nothing good comes out of that, no matter what the substance, you know.
1: But, you know, when I went to rehab Mm -hmm. and I needed somebody to come and hear me speak when I I first spoke something at an AA meeting or something, I invited my father. And although he came, but my father was ashamed. But you know what? I loved him. I know him very well but I loved him. I loved him because I loved I I loved him because he needed to be loved by somebody. Just like I did. And my father was left in the morgue in twenty nineteen. Nobody wanted to bury him.
2: Oh, sorry to hear that.
1: So me and my sisters. Well, I flew to New York and, you know, We went and got the body. He was married. He had a he had an ex wife. He had another daughter, but they didn't bury him.
0: So he was destined for what Potter's Field.
1: Yep. So that was the last trip that I made to New York, and everybody in my family well, why you burying? Why you? He's my father. If nobody else is going to do it, what the what what what? And this is where I say. I can't speak to my mother and her family because y'all want me to hate something that I don't know, but I feel. And what I feel is empathy for him because he's my father. I don't know his story. I don't know what got him hooked on heroin. From From what my understanding, it was my mother's friends who got him hooked because he was a Southern boy. So, you know, I loved him, and before I left New York, he was he, he he used to watch. I know he was watching me, but he never let me know he was watching. You know what I'm saying? You know how somebody's watching you and they just keeping an eye, mm-hmm. but from a distance, you don't know that they doing. it, But he he would show up, and we didn't know he was there around. But he he was he was hooked. He was he was he was into the heroin and cocaine. That's that was his his thing. But he's deceased. He, you know, we went. I went to um, New York in June of 2019, and um, yeah, we buried him. And we went to the same funeral parlor that we buried my brother, which is was his only son. So. Wow. Yeah, my um, my thing with the police department, I, didn't, I, 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 I just left, but I was hurt. I was hurt what they did to me because a lot of people was sitting back watching, watching me fall from grace. At least that's what they thought. I had just bought a house. I think I lived in my house for like a year and a half before they retired me. So you could you imagine, like, I was like, what the hell am I going to do? How am I going to do all of this? But like I wrote you, still I rise. I, I still rise like the sun every morning. Even in pain sometimes, even not wanting to get out of bed, I still get up. I still open my eyes. I'm still given the opportunity to make it better. I still have another breath. I still have time. You know, but timing is everything
0: on the divine level. you're so right it's not our time, but when the right time comes, everything clicks
1: everything, and that's why when 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 the family when when the family crisis happened with the church going with the with the with the with the with the with the, with the Jehovah witness organization and they call themselves family. And then I started looking at my own family, you understand? And if I can allow my own family to treat me like shit, who's to say that this this makeshift bullshit over here, they think they can get away with treating me like shit too. It really, it really wasn't no difference because relationship is relationship. Either you're going to put into it or you're not. And what are you willing to bring? It's not, it's not a one-sided when you have a when you have a relationship with somebody in whatever manner you have it, it's work. It's not one-sided. It doesn't take one person to make it right or make it whole or make it whatever it's going to be. It's two people involved and there need to be some setup some I didn't know all of this shit when I was out there doing my thing thinking I was grown, thought I knew this. like one guy um like one guy i was a, he's a police officer, and um you know me and him used to date and uh well after years he moved here he after I moved to vegas all of a sudden he he's in vegas too, and um anyway, make a long story short a couple of years ago he he texted me. And he said, um, he said something about the sex we used to have. And he said, that was the best, that was the best I ever had. I said, really? That's fucked up because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I don't know how you, what the fuck was you doing? (laughs) Because I was like, God damn, if if you try it now, you might be fucking, you might be, you might go someplace you would never come back. Because if you thought that was the best, then, and I know what I know today, maybe. No, no, no. You don't. You didn't get the best. You don't even know what the best was. You thought you did. Because I ain't give it to you. Wow. That's just how I feel. I didn't have an orgasm until after I had my third child.
0: Really? What age was that?
1: I had my third child at 32. Oh man! And she was she was a couple of years old when I when I had the first the first motherfucking orgasm I ever had in my life.
0: What did that do to you? I mean, it was something new for you, but it was so I mean, It was,
1: most it, was it was it was awesome. It was awesome. It was so fucking natural. It was so because I wasn't expecting it. It was something that had never happened to me before. But it comes from you and your mindset and where you at. Cause a man can't get you there by so you got to put some work in that shit too. You can't just lay there. You know, you can't. It 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 was like I saw stars. I I really I really felt an explosion.
0: So how did you feel with the person you were involved with? Did that make you?
1: It made me mad because I mean, it made, yeah, because it made, you never
0: had one before. <laughs> I never
1: had one before and I was mad at all of the motherfuckers that, that I had because I got three kids by three different men. <laughs> and none of these, none of them, none of them did it. <laughs> none of them. But it took a man that was married to do it to me. <laughs> so wow. I couldn't really have him either and he was in shit, but I say this to say, you know, all of this um, you hearing today with these girls singing about wop and wet ass this and and, and <laughs> dripping here and juice going, bitch that ain't true. Don't do it to yourself because I know, and I don't know what I mean, who who doing what who's zooming who what I don't know. But I had my first one. Nobody cared enough to make sure that I was having that. It was all about just doing it. You know, it wasn't no mind put into it. So I don't really think that, you know, I never really been in love. And I got three kids. I mean, I had love for them, but I don't think I ever been in love. The only thing I've been in love with is my, I've been in love with them. I was in love with them when I had my kids I was in love with that that was a relationship but as far as a man loving me and me loving him I don't know what that is because I really never let myself open up because my mother really never opened up to me to know what that was and I never seemed to demonstrate it I never seen it publicly displayed by her or anybody So I, I feel like I'm a sixty, I'm almost sixty-four. Like you know, if you if you do seven times nine, it's sixty-four, right? Hmm. Hello. Say it again. I seven times seven time
0: nine.
1: Sixty-three. Is it sixty-four?
0: I think it's sixty-three. Is
1: sixty-three?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm sixty-three, and I'm I'm at the end of that seven-year cycle. I'm getting ready to go into another cycle of seven years. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to it because I'm at a place where I'm ready. I'm ready as a woman. Not a woman king. A woman. I don't want to feel like I got to fight all the time. I don't want to feel, I want to feel like the queen without the king. I need somebody else for that. That's somebody else's job to be that. I mean, not to say that we can't do it, but why should we have to at this at 64, I don't want to. <laughs> but if I have to, she can she can bounce up. But it's just it's just a lot. But I just wanted to share how the first person to break my heart allow room for every other person to do the same. And that was my mother. And I still love her in spite of it all.
0: Beautiful. And that would really anyone hearing this who has gone through the same or similar, that's an option that many of them never thought about. Not that they haven't. I'm not including everybody and saying everybody, but there are many who have not gotten to that same point that you've arrived to, to say that. And that would probably relieve them of a lot of the stress that comes with it. Some may not want to go that way in their head, but if they do, they'll understand that the pain in their heart will be reduced because it is a generational mess that needs to be cleaned up and I'm sorry you had to have this come to you as some type of inheritance, you know, going through this. Because those are crucial years when you're growing up mm-hmm. as a young girl. And that flavors every experience of your life when you have that void. You know, it's, it's the other night I went for a walk. And I went for a long walk. And, you know, over here in some places they have open gutters. Mhm, so somebody called out what I thought was my name, but they were calling somebody else, so I stepped into not seeing the opening the open gutter and scratched scraped up my legs real bad it's It's okay now, but I realized that you know in life you can be distracted by things that keep you from healing. You could be going toward the path of healing and something comes along and distracts you or you could be nursing the pain you have inside and miss out and make the wrong step. So I'm just glad that for you, yes, you've been through a lot, a whole lot. But guess what? You're still looking forward to the future. You still know that you have a future. And you're in the process of putting a lot of these things in the past and how it affects you. You're never going to forget it. But you'll forgive, pick up the pieces, and move on to a fuller life. No matter what age you are, whether you're 63, 64, 23, or 24, it's not a matter of the chronological age in which you arrive to that point. But the main thing is that you finally get there, right? Right. Yeah. So it's still going to be good for you, and you're still going to have a long life ahead of you.
1: It's just like, like I, I'm going to just end it with this. I was listening mm-hmm. to um Kim. You, you you know who Kim is, right? The singer? Yeah. When Love Calls.
0: Right, right, Kim, yeah.
1: Okay, so that song, it has a new meaning for me. You know, when I listened to it back then, you know, When Love Calls, like, was it a, is it another love like somebody else? But this love that I'm looking for is the love for myself. It's nowhere to hide from when it's when you have to love yourself. I've been hiding from loving myself because I've been giving it to everybody else that needed it so now it's my turn to love when love calls, love's calling for me to love me.
0: gratitude
1: yeah wow. well, I hope somebody listened and maybe got something from it. It may it's make it made me feel um a little better. A lot better as a matter of fact. Um
0: yeah, I told you. I told yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it,
1: you know when it, you know, I was listening to like I told you, like YouTube, I listen to a lot of like I listen to a I, I listen to a lot of history. Um I listen to a lot of speaking talks uh, about who we are as women who we are as Uh, as a race of people, um, how to to handle, how to deal with people who don't know themselves because if you don't have a clue of who you are, you're bound to make a fall into a ditch or something. Hopefully, you could pick yourself up out of it, but a lot of people don't know how to get themselves out of the ditch, and we need to come home to ourselves because that's where the answers are. The answers for us is within us. Beautiful. however however it resonates for you you gotta i may i may have to do it a little different you know and there's no it's no right way or wrong way to become whole with yourself, but become whole with yourself
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean who else you got
0: yeah, that's what i say
1: that's what you no, said no, that one of your one of your, that one of your i think it was was it the last uh, the, the last talk you did you um you did about the only person who could stop you is you there you go so
0: there you go and the it's thing is on. that you you're the only person that's going to be with you every second of your life so you can never go wrong investing in yourself building yourself up keeping yourself strong nourishing yourself feeding yourself educating yourself
1: Exactly. Anything you exactly. do for
0: yourself it can never go wrong. You will reap the dividends, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm,
3: I'm.
1: I agree.
0: I do. See, it was therapeutic. You see the moments of silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. And there's, there's things you're still going to want to talk about and there's things that you're going to say after you say, hey, I forgot to say this. I forgot to say about that one. And you can always come back on and do it, you know. And remember, I'm going to say this. you were a little nervous coming on. But when you got into your feelings and got into the things you wanted to share, that went out the window immediately. You know, but I understand. But so many are going through this. You
1: go it ahead was, it was it was it was it was a bit overwhelming you know um but it was something that I needed to do not just not just it was I needed to do it for myself somebody told me to journal to video journal as part of as part of my healing to video journal talk about it you ain't got to send it you ain't gotta just talk about it and listen back to it you know. So there's a there was there's a lot of platforms that I tried to reach out to, but nobody called me back. But you did. Aww. You know, I've been I've been trying to reach out to somebody to talk to about what I'm going through because it's happening to me in real time. It's not it's not something that has happened, it's happening. The realization that I'm coming to is happening for me now. And I'm not mad at it, but it's painful. It's painful being by yourself. Because what that lockdown did was it gave you the opportunity to dig into who you are. And whoever didn't do it missed out on an opportunity to get to know who they are. That's right. But I I listened to um I told you about Doe the singer Doe she's a yes. um, gospel singer um her her album called is called Clarity and the words were so profound for me at that time the healing that I got from that from that whole album the whole album I'm not just talking about one um and as i began to open up my third eye or what you know <laughs> you know the jesus part i had to, the jesus part i had i was having problems with but other than that the message that she was singing that she was saying it helped me heal it helped me get through it helped me sit in my shit even though it was comfort- uncomfortable That's why I like music, you know, Zoom, Zoom. I like to fly away, Deja Vu. Mr. Magic is one of my favorites. You know, those are the things that Sun got me by the
0: hour. Uh, oh, Dr. don't tell me about wanting you. obey Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey now. Oh, Doctor. Look, I know every word on every song on that first album that came out in 1976. Don't tell me about that.
1: Okay. Now you know what he said. I play the fool. I play the
0: fool I play for the you, fool for you, oh girl. Hey, that's what me
1: over.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: there's nothing, honey, that I won't do when I meet a girl lovely as you.
1: Ain't it
2: funny, funny a little love so can do better
1: than poison, so much
2: stronger than
0: Stronger
2: than
1: you.
0: OK. Ooh. Don't get me started. That I didn't was, even know you were gonna say that. You triggered me. My brain—I got the song right there, all the words, everything. I don't forget nothing. Oh, <laughs> Doctor
1: Dr. <laughs> Dr. Buzzard—they wasn't playing. They was not you playing. playing. That album was not playing, and New Birth me, album wasn't <laughs> not playing either.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking about you, thinking about you, Mama. How yeah. about hard times? Close your eyes and rest your tired yeah, body yeah,
2: yeah. next so to mine.
0: Nobody <laughs> knows more than you. These the hard times that we're living, living through. through. <laughs> yes, oh, baby. Oh, tonight. I'm going to yes. be crazy on the blog tonight. We're just going to come out and bust out verbal with it, for real. Oh, you yes. triggered me.
1: Yo, that 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 that's like um.
0: If you, you love know. that, I love you. I love you. If you love that music and that's and you can say the words like that. No, I know every, every word. I know yeah, every, every word. I, I know every sound in that thing. You know, for, for years I play it. Listen, I play that thing for years. Today early, I played one of the songs. If I had to pick one album, one for me personally, in my formative years, especially coming up. That one right there, and really all of the albums, because your second album bombed, but they I love that one too.
1: They I was, loved it. They was they was they was they was on point. I mean, Ooh. her dress, the way she, the way they was dressing, was similar to was similar to the Pointer Sisters, but they did what they did was they dropped it. They they got a little younger with it. Point of Sisters was going really, you know, going in that yeah. that direction. But they did something. They did the zoot, zoot, thing thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yo, that girl, that girl who was the lead singer, that baby, I don't know. Oh. When she was singing, mm, all of them, they was getting down. They wow. was into that. They was into that.
0: Wow. You, 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 know? you tripped me out. You made my night on that one. Well
1: you that's go that's that's some music that you should you should really enjoy You should, mm. that's some music that's some old music that just feeds your soul because it's just giving it to you you know mm. it, you know and, it, I, was, I was telling yeah. you about um the reason why I brought that up is because I told you that i you know i wanna i wanna read i wanna read tarot mm-hmm. i wanna read tarot cards I like that I like it not because I feel like it's entertaining. And but my perspective, the way I want to do it, is not like how everybody else is doing it. Like I don't want to come off. I want to come off from a black perspective with it. Mm-hmm. Totally, I don't give a fuck who don't like it. But I want to come not to 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 give a message to whoever's listening. Black. I mean, if you come and you ain't black and you can resonate with it, resonate. But this message is is B one for real. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I could do that, but that's what. But what i what I, the reason why, I like, I play the fool for you is because the first card in the in the tarot card is a zero card, and the zero card is a fool card, and a fool is a person that's has the opportunity at new beginnings. So. I play the fool for you, old boy or old girl or whatever, if that'll get you, you over. But I'm playing this fool because I play a fool many times until I get it right. We all play the fool over and over again, but the fool is the opportunity to get it right. Because in the in the, in the tarot card, you go from the fool to having the world in your hand. And a fool is a zero. And the thirteen is the devil card. And a thirteen card is a four card. If you add one and three is four. I'm into that number shit. I like that number because that's a that's that's the truth. <laughs> <You ain't> gonna, <laughs> numbers is the truth. You ain't going you ain't gonna get one and one. When you put one and one, you gonna always get two. The root the root of something is always you gonna be the root of you know what that might mean? It's always exact with numbers. And I like that. I, it just fascinates me. It fascinates me that the the the, the 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 wheel on the um tar on the um astrological um chart, if you look at it it, it depicts a cross, it depicts a, a uh, it depicts so many different things and I'm like right. damn 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 Had any? It had somebody directed, but they they tried to push you away from that. The only thing that add up, the only thing that add up to the correct number is numbers, is the world, and they treating us treated like it's not even supposed to be you. They, you know, they didn't want you because you know in the seventies, the the astrological, everybody was hip to the, you know, the sign. You remember everybody? What's your sign? You remember, remember that, remember that uh, song okay. that they said, Aquarius, and I, my name is Randy oh,
0: Hold on, okay, okay,
1: oh, okay.
0: Hold on. Yes. yes. Do, do, do. Aries, and my name is Lance. Okay. <laughs> no, they didn't say that, but they had everybody. But that's and but they, had a but long they had, version, like seventeen mm, minutes long. I think.
1: Seven. Yes, honey. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Yes. I
0: love
1: I love
2: the
0: music. Doom 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 doom, it was doom, doom, doom 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 <laughs> doom 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 Look, there's nothing like the seventies of music like that.
1: Nope.
2: It, it, and I, I, was younger, but
0: I knew. I knew that was I knew that this was the best music. I knew it. It vibrated right. We spoke to each other. We communicated to each other. And guess what? We weren't calling our women B I T C Hs. Nope. The women weren't saying the men were no good. No, and let me
1: tell
0: you, we work ask, toward love and unity and being together. That's what. The, but they changed the music and look at us now. This is what pisses me off.
1: Look at look at the asses that's out there now. I ain't never yeah. seen. You. I'm like, where where are these asses coming from? But so you know what I'm what? saying is that you, know, you know, women just yeah, crazy. But do you know about the woman they have in the in the in the, in the museum?
3: Yeah. I mean, the um.
1: Movie, what's the, the name one with the, the big?
2: yeah the big ass.
1: Yeah. Right, she had a big right. ass. She had right. a big ass and she was in the she was in the circus because of mm-hmm. the big ass. Okay? Right. And guess what that where that ass wound up at? They studied that ass, honey.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They've been studying sure? that mm-hmm. ass and now they done gave it to all the people out here with these asses. Why? My ass worked real fine when I was young.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I swear, let me tell you something, uh, Lance. Had had I been had I been twenty three today? Oh Lord mm. have mercy. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so glad I'm t I am twenty three doing this. Doing this. I'm so glad. I feel I be looking at those uh, soul train girls be dancing. They ain't had no BBLs. They ass was pop blocking and with their little butts. <laughs>
0: but it's just everything's under control that way, and it's like the exploitation and and the identity i am gonna just do a freestyle on that the identity of the ass hmm. like 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 how does it go from being the word then conscious not this paper thin two dimensional word you say because- 'cause you're You can quote these whole tap foolishness. And I'm not saying it's foolishness. I'm saying people are not living it. People had a sincere desire back in that day. And we still had haters. We still had those who weren't with it. We still had Uncle Toms and Coons, although Tom and I learned it's not the right way to say it. But we had a sincere, we had On Magazine, Ebony Magazine, Essence Magazine. They didn't have no asses in it like that. Sepia Magazine. In the late sixties. I think it was discontinued in the early seventies. All of our periodicals. We didn't have the internet back then, but they were decent. The hottest stuff that you ever saw in print was a jet magazine centerfold and it was a young lady in a bathing suit.
1: And they asked she me was at 17, her cheese. They right. asked me at seventeen to be in the sit in the jet and my mother told them no. Yep. Mm hmm. She didn't want me to be in the in the but i was i was offered um to be posed for jet at 17 but my mother said no but anyway i mean i didn't have a bbl i had nice you know, my my breast was nice but you know other than that it's just that and then these people who 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 was in control of these these different av- these different avenues sold why and sold to the people who don't look like us
2: yeah
1: and then they went and we told them too much about how we survive see i like being the spook who sat by the door (laughs) you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. somebody somebody introduced me to that movie at 17 years old i don't know who this man was but he took me to the movies and that's where he took me to see (laughs) <laughs> we never we never had a relationship I never had a, a sexual but this is somebody that, that was an angel yes who took me to see he took me to see two different movies and both of these movies was underground you couldn't go to 42nd street to the big theater. Right. these was underground movies you had to go into sloppy stinky nasty bug infested movie theaters to watch them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they made sure
1: okay So, what I'm saying to you is that I've been being, they've been preparing me. It's like I'm the female spook. I feel like I'm a a female spook because I've seen a lot and I know a lot and I realize a lot now. And I'm glad that I'm able to speak about it. Like, I I talked to my kids. Like, I had to ask my daughter the other day, I said, are we? Do you understand what I'm, what, I, what, what 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 we're talking about? She said, kind of. I said, well, can you can you share with me where I lost you at? Because I need for you to understand what, where I'm at. You need to understand your mother. If you don't understand me, what what what? I want you to understand. You know, I just I just feel like I can't leave this earth. Without them, without knowing that they're going to be, that I feel like they're going to be all right. And I don't feel like that with my
0: youngest daughter. That's your mother's instinct. Mhm.
1: That's
0: a call but to think, action.
1: It is a call to action. And everybody, you know, what I noticed is that every every one of my pregnancies was different. Like my oldest daughter, what I did while I was pregnant with her. How I how I nurtured that pregnancy, you know, I was by myself, but I did things that I thought was supposed to protect me and her during this time. I did the same thing with my son, and then with my other daughter. But it was at different different levels in my life. Different, you know, things different things was happening. Like I it I took me eight years to have my second child. to make a decision to continue with a with with the pregnancy. And then it took me another four years to have third but my but each one of them I know they 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 give off the exact energy that I was feeling when I was pregnant with them right you know but do they, they they do have another side to them that they probably don't I don't know about their fathers I don't know what their upbringing was, but that's part of them, whether I like it or not. So I have to, I don't know, but my two youngest kids are gay. And that's another thing that I'm dealing with. Right. You know, my son is gay and my daughter, my youngest daughter is gay. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they would have been gay if we stayed in New York or did, coming out to the West Coast, do something to them. But when I talk to them, my son tells me that he knew he was different when he was little. Mm-hmm. You know? And I want to know, did something happen to you? You know? But he said nothing happened to him. He just... And my youngest daughter, she's never been touched by a man. She doesn't want to be touched. And that's a daddy issue. You understand? And I know yeah. that. But anyway. Here I am today and uh it's a lot it's a lot that I, I, I've been through, but for the first time in my life I'm addressing the issues of me. Um I know that there's light and I know that there's darkness within me, but I need to balance it. You know, it's always going to be there. The, those they, the those two opposites are always going to be within me. If they they I just need to know and recognize when they which one is show, you know which one is showing up? Cause one has been repressed for a long time. and She tied. <laughs> 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 it's not holding back the tongue. The tongue is and I don't want to cause the tongue can be a double edged sword and I don't want to cut nobody off at the knees. And then you can't walk the next day cause, um, because of something I said. So I'm learning how to speak. I want to be able to express myself. Because everything that I think I know, I know is much more that I need to learn. But everything that I know is within the circumference of my being.
0: Food for thought.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Food to be digested by people who need it because yeah. you are brave enough and strong enough to bear your soul and share. And some may not understand it because they're not at their point yet. When they do get there, they'll say, you know what? I didn't understand it before, but I need to go back and listen to that because he's right on point. And you are very beautiful, I mean, in your soul. And I'm, I already know, you know, we know you're beautiful. But inside, because you dealt excellently with the hand of cards that you were given out of the deck. A lot of us see the hand and say, oh, God, I can't win at this game and quit and punk out. But you persevered. So the whole chronological age of 64 it matters not because you're still here and i hear a lot of enthusiasm enthusiasm and life force in your voice and you don't sound like somebody who's 64 and broke down you sound like you're back at 23 years old so i just have to say that
1: i just i just want to help i I just want to i want to just help another another woman another black woman Yes. who ain't never been loved or feel Can like see the he to heart. Been...
0: Let me run to the restroom real quick I drank a lot of juice this no morning I'll be back it's yeah. <laughs> just that it I
1: just I just hope that it's just I went through a lot I went through a lot and I'm glad that I arrived at where I'm at today I don't mind crying because, you know, feelings come up. They come up when you when you least expect it, and you you know all of a sudden you're, you're you're crying, and and then I have to take a deep breath and say, okay, it's okay. You feeling? Feel the feeling, process it, and let it go. And I might have to do that a couple of times throughout the day, but it's okay because I know that I'm dealing with. It. I'm not repressing anything. I'm not putting it over in the corner and saying I'll deal with it tomorrow and tomorrow will never come because that's what I did for the past 63 years I was putting it over in the corner and i deal with it but I have all the time in the world today I got all the time to, to love me to, 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 to pamper me without feeling guilty because so and so might need a new, new something or you know I got to go food shopping or something I can just do me Nah, and I can and, and feel good about it, even though when I was doing it when I was had the kids, I was feeling good too, but I was like, "Oh damn, I'm gonna pay for this next month, you know, but I ain't gotta worry about that right now. I can spend a lot of time on myself, and that may sound selfish, but it's time for me to be selfish for Robin, and I'm good with it. I don't know how many people out there listening, but thank you, and I hope that it. Touches somebody's heart and that it could do something for somebody else. Maybe not today, maybe tomorrow, maybe next month, maybe next year, who knows? But it it can help somebody, I know.
0: Okay, I'm back. I don't know if you're still here. I just see those little silence.
1: Yeah, I just got quiet.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I just
1: got quiet. I said a little something. I said whoever's in the chat room, hopefully someone can use what I said and if not today, tomorrow, maybe next year. Whoever knows, whenever you can hopefully you can remember it and apply it to help you get through.
0: Well, I appreciate it because, you know, we have people who have been on before and they may have transitioned, move on, and their words are still here, but they shared. And we've had people who recently transitioned, some from many years ago, and I'm still getting feedback on what they shared. And that's the beautiful part of it that you're giving something that, well, I can't say YouTube will last forever, but the effect on the person who hears the words that are profound to them can change the course of their life in the subsequent generations that come behind them. You see what I mean? So
2: yeah.
0: it's the energy involved. YouTube has come and it will go one day.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's how technology is. That's how life is. Nothing lasts forever. But whatever you're on, whether it's a conversation at the bus stop, something on social media, you know, it could be a song that you create or something overheard, you know, it, it's something that's appreciated by somebody, especially when you share it with a loving heart. When You've been through pain like that and suffered for many years. You've come to a certain level in your life where you can look it in the eye and break it down. That's instructions for somebody else who may not know how to handle it or deal with it. See? So you're doing a good work, and just continue to shine and to do what you do.
1: I wrote a I wrote I wrote a poem before I left New York. It's like over twenty-something years ago, but
0: wow.
1: I, I named it "The Force Behind the Force."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, I I, I, I want to a little bit of it I remember, it, but I have it passed away because right now oh, when you get it,
0: when You get it. Share it, or if you know a little bit of it now, you know.
1: Yeah, it um, says something po- like she
0: told you to come on and share it.
1: <laughs> it says something it was like the force behind the force wouldn't let me be wouldn't let me see something like that. It tried to uh it tried to keep me from my identity. But the force behind the force had a master plan. And I forgot the rest of it. But I wrote it and I and I did it some Put it on a nice piece of paper but right now i'm packed my stuff is in storage because i'm in a i'm in a transition um point in my life like not only am i transitioning within myself but my whole surrounding i'm in a transitional phase like i don't know where i'm going to be living because i'm living with someone temporarily Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not in my own space so I really can't operate like I want to operate or do like I want to do because this is not my space. Exactly. Um, but I. But because I'm in this transition, I'm taking all opportunity to do what I can to prepare myself for that. that next move. You know, in my mind, I'm trying to see it. I'm trying to manifest it, how I want it, how I want to see it. But, I don't know the location yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's coming one step at a time,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah okay dog <laughs> what he's the kind of he's the kind of dog that want to be all up in the video we want to be talking right we think his, this is his conversation
0: <laughs> what's the
3: spotlight
2: huh yeah. What's the spotlight yeah. yeah wow
0: well if one of the likes we could wrap it down and um we'll definitely talk after shortly I okay. commend you and I respect you, and I love you for, okay. I love you for loving Dr. Buzz's original Savannah Band and knowing the words.
1: Man, that
0: was, my jam. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was
1: my jam. That was my jam. That record was my jam. That whole album kept me company, honey.
0: A whole <laughs> album. There's that lemon album. in the honey, in the honey. <laughs>
1: they was something else. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see them in concert. That's that's a concert that I would go to.
0: Well you know Corey Day, the singer, the lead singer, the female singer, she made her own album. I don't know if you remember that. It's back in the late seventies. She didn't leave the group. She just made it, you know, her own album. Look it up.
1: Yeah, yeah I've yeah. I've been yeah. seeing her. I've been I've been looking listening Interviews. to her story.
0: Yeah. Her story. She had a song named uh uh Greenlight. Mm. Greenlight uh, call me. Um, there was another one. Um, there's another one. But it, it, it had the same Dr. Buzzard's feel.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: big band sound and mixing them with, you know, Afro-Latino beats and um, even some Haitian type. You know, it just it did it's All
1: black. Sick. It's all yeah, it's black. All right,
0: exactly. It's it, all it, black. It, it, it's, it's <laughs> all yeah, it's all black. They blended the cultures all over the world. Yeah. That drum
1: that drum you can't deny. Come on now. hmm The drum you is not Dum-dum-dum. gonna get away Dum-dum. from <laughs> me. Mhm. Yeah, but that's that's that was my that was those are my music. Like the escorts and um I like the uh Frankie Beverly not not, not Frankie Beverly, um who's the one with uh Howell Melvin?
0: the Blue Notes.
1: Yeah, I used to love yeah. them. I, loved, I love movie the I love the album the I love the album by um that um Diana Ross did with Marvin Gaye. Mhm. That was one of my one of my favorite albums. Um, the emotions.
0: Oh yeah. My, whoa, were you got the best of my love.
1: <laughs> the other one is um, so I can love you, love you just a little bit more. Remember that
2: mm-hmm. song. Yep. It,
1: it, they music, they, them girls could sing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what though, the the business of music, it wasn't so compartmentalized because now it's like you can only have one of each category. If it's four men singing, or you know a duet with, you can only have like it. It. it, it they predicted a shelf life before. Like okay, you can only be hot. This next four months before we move on and engineer another hit back in the day. If people kept playing the song, they had to keep playing it on the radio. I don't care if two years went by, you know what I mean? If they were mm-hmm. playing it and rocking it, the radio stations, they had to listen to the people because they used to have it where you can call in. Right. And play whatever you wanted. Right. It could be older. It could be current, but they, they would never say, Oh, this airtime is precious that was six months ago it came out we are pushing this now we're the victims now we're the experiments now on our subconscious mind through what they put out there it's the dog wagging the tail it's no more us controlling because i remember songs that when we went to house parties that we would bring records and people would be out then the services, oh that's old they started that stuff in the modern time when they changed the frequency of the music oh that's old. we don't want to hear what you mean old I guess i'm a relative 60 years old but i have the memories of, you know what i mean like but that's why hey. but,
1: but that's why so many the kids that like hip-hop like when it first came out the reason why you like the hip-hop so much is because the sampling of the music that they were sampling is the old they music not realize that. that we was rocking to before right. the hip-hop came out so but they,
0: they, they don't understand that they think it's they, something new they, they and they're not old music but it's
1: not it's not new. Even rapping is really not new. It's just the way that oh, they deliver it. The way right. that they deliver it is different. The package is different.
2: Right. But when
1: white, when, when they, so when we when we start talking too much to these people, these people take everything. That's what their nature is, is to steal everything from everybody and claim it. Like right. they, yeah, and they
3: they'll do it. this
1: And that's what they do. It's been, this is, this, it's, you know, it's like, you know, I went to see that movie, the 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 corn, the flower, the flower, of the corn. What is
0: it? Oh, um, children, children of the corn.
1: The, yeah, the children, flower, children of the corn. And I had to listen before I went to see it. I listened to the commentaries about some of, the, you know, from the black perspective <laughs> about the movie, and then I went to see it. Um. This is the the nature of these people, the the, the audacity to say to a group of people that have money that they're not in a position to handle their money and that you're going to tell them how to spend it And, charge. You know, they did so many different crooked things. These are crooked people. They don't have that in them. And it's not to say that there's no white people out there that are good, that want to do good, but because you drown in the company of those who did so much fucked up shit, it rubs off in you. You guilty yeah. You guilty because you look like them. Just like they say, we guilty because we look like, you know? Right. We, you lump us all together. Why we can't lump all you together? I don't understand that. But okay. it is what it is, and I'm learning how to deal with it accordingly. Because for so long, I let people get away with saying like, one girl told me, you know, oh, just forget about your culture. Just leave all of that. And I, when she yeah. said it, I didn't, I didn't know how to respond. And then she left, and then I had to think about that. I said, this bitch did not just say that to me. She did not just tell me to forget my culture. Forget all that culture because I started here. I started wearing head wraps. I started wrapping my hair up wearing bows and, and shit, and these people didn't understand it. They started making fun of me One something. What did you set a towel on your head? What? What? Yes. And this is recently. So you you want me to sit down and come. I will not cast my pearls among swine. I will not do it anymore. Y'all people will not. I will not entertain you. I will not sit at your table and eat dinner with you and break bread with you because y'all think y'all can say and say anything to people and think they're not supposed to respond. And then when we respond like we want to slap the shit out of you, you got a problem. But then you need to learn how to talk. You need to learn how to speak. And you need to learn how to not say some shit. Because we had to learn how to not say some shit to you. For real. It's just like the girl said, oh, I never knew the word nigga. Bitch, you know nigga. You know that word better than me. How you gonna tell me you never used it? You re really, you using it in its right context right now? So don't tell me you don't know that word. You know it very well. Your mama taught you. That's not too it.
2: easy. <laughs> you
1: know, you let that shit roll off your tongue like you you didn't stutter when you said it. Do you have Netflix out there?
0: Yeah, you can get it anywhere on the internet.
1: Well, did you? It's a, it's a movie on Netflix called Old Dad. I never laughed so hard. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know who Bo King What's his name? That actor, that black Goodbye. actor. Bo King.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: he he's in it, but it, the nick, the word nigger <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he's it, it's a, it's a scene in there, and it um. It's something about the word nigga, and it's a white, it's, a, it's, it's it's him. He's in the back, and his two friends is in the front, and they white boys. But they own a business together. I want you to just go watch the movie because I felt I needed to laugh. And when I when I need to laugh, I try to find good movies that can humor me because I forgot how to laugh. <laughs> but when I saw this movie, he had that man in the back seat. And the word nigga came up out of songs. And he was like, I don't do it. And he said, Well, do you listen to certain uh I think it was um what's what's the what's the group Ice Cube used to be in with Easy E in them? N W A?
0: Yeah. It wasn't Ice oh, Cube I think it was just Easy E and Ren and um Oh Ice
1: Cube it. wasn't down Ice Cube was down with with uh E Z E at one time.
0: Well he he was cool with him, but I don't think he was in he Ice he wasn't in in, in W-E-A. But they were they were from the same He
1: was he was he, era, was, era. he was wasn't he with Dr. Dre?
0: They he all were cool was. with each other, but but Dr. Dre, M C Red he
1: left them um, right after he left him because he did a he did a disc record. He 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 did a disc he, he on he did a disc on on um a uh, diss song on Dre when he said he was taking ice, he was taking it in his ass.
0: Oh Lord remember,
1: remember that song he made?
0: I know he made a song a song about the B word.
1: No, he got another one where he dissed Dre Some
0: of you nookers are itches too. You know, and it had a funny beat to it and everything. I remember that.
1: Yeah, but this is before that. Because he, right. he was with NWA. But mm. he left. He got out of that shit. He got out of Dre. He left Dre. But he said, that's why you
2: take oh, it. Up oh,
0: oh, 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 um, oh. Did you say Ice-T? Because Ice-T, it wasn't Not Ice-T, it was Ice-Cube. Ice-Cube. No, Ice-Cube was with NWA, for real. Yes. Yeah. Ice-Cube yes. was.
1: Yes, ice I don't know Cube. if you heard
0: it wrong when you said Ice-T. I, I know ice tea was in I think you if said, I said
1: Ice-T. I, if I meant, meant Ice-Cube.
0: Okay. Okay. Ice Cube was with them, and he left. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what, I, I, what, what, what happened between them? You know, how they, how they got down, and what, and why, um, Ice didn't go with them. He, 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 he left. He didn't want to be with them anymore. Mm-hmm. But he noticed some things that was going down, and he didn't want to be a part of it. But I was I was gonna say something else I got caught off about that song anyway. There's something about that song (laughs) and what they did. But anyway, music is music and I love it all. I mean, I don't know I don't know too much of you know, Taylor Swift don't do shit for me, so I'm sorry. And she may be, she may be rich. She may make, she may have a lot of nice singles, but it ain't. She don't do nothing for me. And I don't give a shit if she got ice spice up in there with her. <laughs> that don't mean nothing to me. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't know where the music is going to. I like old music. But anyway, I was telling you about that movie, the the old dads. Please watch it and let have a laugh on me. <laughs> 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 Especially when he, what he do to the white boy in the back seat of the car. Oh, my God. Cause he, he said, you don't say that word? He said, but you like the NWA. He said, yo, turn that, put that song on. And he put the song on. He said, now sing, sing the song. Sing it like you sing it when you at home, when nobody looking. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to do it. He put them on the spot. He put all of them on the spot. Okay. <laughs> About the word nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought that was a funny movie. Wow. Well, um, Lance, I know this is your this is your forte. You probably could stay on for another couple of hours.
0: <laughs> well, I can stay on till the sun comes up.
1: Yeah.
2: After the this...
0: sun comes up and goes down, I can still. <laughs> uh... Well you know me by now, most people know that this is something I love to do and I've always been one to love conversation and the art of conversation, you know, knowing mm-hmm. when to talk, when not to talk, when to egg a person on, how to bring them out of themselves and get them to the talk or you know, just it's just something I've always been into from when I was very young. So I love communication. I love to entertain. I love to make people laugh, make them think, not just talking, but, you know, just other artistic ways of doing things. You
1: know, know, I I think that I'm learning that about myself, you know, because when I was a little girl, like, when I went to junior high school, um, I didn't know nobody. Nobody knew me, but when they wanted, when I I, I wanted to run for class president, Mm And I did, but nobody voted. (laughs) Nobody voted for me and my teacher thought that it was a good idea for him to make the announcement to the whole goddamn class. (laughs) Well, you know, we have a student in the class who's running for president. Nobody (laughs) voted. I was like, this nigga did not just do that. They did not just do this. So I didn't win the presidency then. But when I became a police officer, after 10 years in the police department, I ran for the guardian president. I am mean, vice president. And I won. And I walked away.
0: That was your revenge on the other one where you didn't get voted for. That's what it was.
1: I don't know what it was, but I won that one and I said, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> because I felt like it was more politics involved than I was ready to deal with. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want, I didn't want to be I don't know what I didn't want. I didn't want to. I just said no, because it felt funny. It felt like it was a setup. <laughs> it didn't feel like I won fair and square. <laughs> like, I don't know if they put me there for, who, who, who voted for me? <laughs> I didn't know who was what, what was what. So I just said, I don't want the position no more. But I'm finding that about myself. Like I like talking but I like making sense. I like logic. If it don't make sense, I can't rock with it. It got to feel like it feels like it's supposed to fit something. If it don't feel like it fit or something, I can't go with it. And that's what I've been doing. I've been settling with shit that don't fit. It don't fit. Don't make it fit. Don't try to force it. Go, you know, it's okay. The biggest thing that I did was walk away. Walk away from bullshit. Wherever it's coming from. And whoever's giving it. I don't differentiate. Family don't make you special.
0: (laughs) DNA (laughs) sharers.
1: No, it don't make you special. As anything, it, it, it makes me expect a little bit more from you than I expect from everybody else. And when I don't get it and you let me down like everybody else, you get to be treated like everybody else the only person that don't is my mother, I just have a hard time with that one. I will not, I may not go in front of her, I may not, you know, I may hide from her and stuff like that. But that's my own mechanism of coping with my mother, you know, to just save face, not to hurt her feelings. Because I know how that feel when people hurt your feelings and let you down. And I don't want to do that to her, you know. Mhm, but she did break my heart. That's all I know <laughs> and i can i can I can lay up off of, off of the men in my life because half of them didn't know either
0: mhm. Yeah. So you never really opened up to them to tell them what you have been through. Never,
1: no, nobody like nobody, nobody call, nobody calls and say you okay. You know what you're going through. You know I moved out here with almost three hundred thousand dollars in my my bank account, and I moved in with a a nigga that ripped me off. Oh man. Okay. That's why I've been a that's why I've been a fog when I told you I. I've been on the West Coast in the fog. It's because of what happened to me out here, and it and it, it had a lot to do with money. It had a lot to do with money, but when it happened to me, and I talked to my mother about it, she did not. She not. She didn't give me the support that I needed to make me strong to fight when I needed to fight. It took me from 2000 to 2009 to get enough courage and strength within myself to walk away from something that I had invested in and in lost. And all my mother could say to me, well, you have to make a decision. Not that, where that motherfucker at? Let me talk to that nigga.
3: Or uh, right,
1: right. You know, that my back. What? He did what? You know, we, we getting that money back. No, we getting that shit back. No, no. You know, we getting that. No, none of that. None of that. None of that. This motherfucker ran off with all my, you know, left me out here. and He did me dirty. None of that. None of that. Nobody talks to me about that. So.
0: So much. So much you had to go through.
1: But it made me a better person. People who see me, I know they can see me. I know they see that I've been through something and I and I and I respect that because when you see somebody if you can see the hurt behind their eyes and the smile that they try to smile and they really smiling, they're not really smiling, but they smiling anyway
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know you Guys know don't do a, you know, but but somebody who can feel you somebody who who's in touch with their spirit who can feel you could feel you. That's why I called you. That's why I reached out to you, man, because it was something that you were saying that was resonating with me. It reminded me. It took me back to a familiar place that I was already back there, but I was dealing with other stuff. But it was good to hear that somebody recognized back there, you know? Indeed. Wow. It was like trust. You know, I can't trust everybody. I just cannot. I don't, I don't mind sharing my story with people because my story is my truth, and it, I don't have nothing to hide from it no more. I'm not ashamed of it. It is what it is. You ain't got to like it. You ain't even got to like me, and it's okay because I'm, I'm not for everybody.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I'm just not. I'm not. I'm on a quiet taste. That's what I am. I'm in a quiet taste. And there's levels to me.
0: There's levels
1: to me. Right. It's like like a banana, a ripe banana, or like an onion. You know, you peel it, layers, and you could cry. Mm -hmm. You can cry when you're peeling the onion, right? But a banana is sweet when you peel that banana, and it's firm, and it's nice, and not too soft. It's not too, (laughs) you know, it's just right, you know. The onion is another metaphor, because it's tears involved with the onion. But with a banana, it's just sweet. It's just nice. It's just firm. It's good. It, you know, the onion, it's an acquired taste.
0: You know the health benefits of it.
1: Mhm.
0: Lots of things that are good for you just don't taste sweet. Doesn't mean something sweet is bad. You got mangoes, bananas, apples, watermelon. They're good for you. But some of the bitter things that we take, they're also good for us. But sometimes we don't have the maturity to understand, and we get fooled by the sweet stuff all the time. Just like sweet words in your ear to rip you off on different levels, right? Mhm. That's
1: that's what they say about the Bible. Don't let the words of the Bible tickle your ear. Don't let the words tickle they, they tickle, uh-huh. tickle your ear. They grab your attention and make it seem like, oh yeah, this is but That shit is so. I'm just so. I'm just. I'm. You know. I'm happy. I'm happy that it happened because my my studies. I didn't just study with Jehovah Witnesses. I studied with the Christians. I studied with the Muslim, and I studied with the Jews. And they all connected. <laughs> they all related. <laughs> they all got Jesus in common.
0: Common thread, huh?
1: I mean the Jesus thing. But the one thing about Jehovah Witnesses is that they don't talk they don't say Jesus. And I always wonder, well, don't y'all know don't y'all know the blood of Jesus? Don't y'all know the blood of the blood of Jesus? And they were like, Well, you know, they they'll skip over that shit. And you know what I found out, Lance, why they do that? It's because they can and get away with it because Jesus is a made up concept. There you go. That's why they can get away with it and, and run a multi fucking mil, million billion damn organization and get away with not saying the blood of Jesus because Jesus is a it's not even real and neither is Abraham for that matter so none of your motherfuckers exist but the principles that they are, that they give you like the principles that's in the Bible it's just like the forty two principles of my right math. The the, the 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 Ten Commandments is based off of the forty two principles of my heart, right?
0: Which goes a lot deeper than just the Ten Commandments, what, because there's so many people that feel it as though if it's not one of the Ten Commandments that they're doing, then it's okay to do it. You know, there's a lot of gaps in there.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> it justifies it justifies their behavior.
0: It gives right. them
1: it gives them an out. Just keep doing what the fuck it is that they've been doing,
0: skirting the rules.
1: Yeah, cause you know yeah. what? Well, all you gotta do is say, uh, "Jesus died for our sins, and you forgiven." All of us, all of that shit don't matter. But they 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 go to prisons and recruit people that's supposed to be uh, rehabilitated, porn, p- 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 pornography people who been in jail, rape kids. I don't trust shit like that because I'm a I'm a survivor of that. And when I see men who prey on women who got no husbands in that in the, in the in the community in like in this community, if they was it was going on, you know, I was dealing with a sister who was married to a man that was on the sex register. Oh no. Okay. And I didn't find out about it until I moved away from Vegas. And I don't know what happened. Was I went on a sex, went on a sex, uh, that 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 whatever that thing is, and his 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 name and picture came up, and I said, oh mm-hmm. shit! I said this nigga's a Jehovah Witness. He he around kids. He's on a sex offender. How oh, they got? And, but but this is repeated. This is what's happening. It's happening. Mm-hmm. They do this to these kids, and they thought they could do it to this single black woman over here. Like one one guy asked me, well, are you divorced? Are are, are how are oh, how did he phrase it? Are you are you still married? I said no, I'm not. He said, well, did you have scriptural grounds for a divorce? I looked at this white motherfucker Lance and I said, well, what mm-hmm. do you want? Well, you want a doctor's note or something? <laughs> the fuck you want? I said, what grounds we he said we got to keep the we gotta keep the, the cleanliness of the of the of the uh of the congregation. I said well you the d I wanted to say well you the dirtiest motherfucker up in here <laughs> asking me, do I have scriptural gowns? The nigga could not stay in my bed. I was sleeping with the enemy. How about that? Wow. He wants the cleanliness. You know, you you what you saying is very derogatory. It's very offense def, offensive for you to say the cleanliness of like I'm a black woman. You talking about the cleanliness of the of the of the congregation like I'm some dirty stain. You know what I'm saying? The audacity of these people to speak to you and and then when you look back and like nigga, what what you want? You want me to get? I can get you a doctor's note. You want you want that? How about that? Would that suffice? You want proof? If I have scriptural scriptural grounds for a divorce, you don't even know what the word matrimony really means. It means that I'm the one, the woman is the one is giving up every goddamn thing. Y'all gain is by me marrying you, cause my pot becomes your pot. That's what matrimony is about. Head shit. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So this is this is where this is where one white boy telling me he don't want to embarrass me almost a year and a half ago has gotten me. One little comment took me down to learn about Robin and say enough is enough. I'm not sacrificing myself with y'all. No, not you, not nobody. Not no more. Bye. Change my number. Changed my telephone number. They can't call me. They was, they was, what they was doing was, they was emailing me. Kept emailing me, kept emailing me until I told them, this is a form of harassment. I told y'all, bye. Stop, stop talking to me. Unless y'all want to get cursed out. <laughs> oh. Y'all want to hear me say, assalamu alaikum. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a lot, and you know, um, it's hard to focus on everything at one. Everything that you that's thrown at you that you deal with on a regular every day, it's hard to deal with yourself when you have to deal with all of those outside energies coming at you at one time from from different directions that you don't have time to cater to you. You don't even have time to cater. Your only thing you worrying about, especially me being a mom. I, I was worrying about making sure the kids was okay. You know, making sure they had food. Make, you know, I had to make sure. I had to make sure. Cause I I feel like I'm not a woman that's built for speed. I'm 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 a woman that's built for comfort. Don't rush through me. Don't do that to me. Cause you'll never you'll never find you'll never find who I am. You'll never find the person that you want to know. You'll always find an imposter. It's true. So communication is important. I didn't always know how to do it. But I love wearing the color blue. And blue is the chakra for your throat. So speaking is where your speaking abilities come from you know i wasn't you know like you said you wasn't you know you don't have like you it's not an education that you get from the books or the schools it's an education that the universe is giving you and and you and you just take it and I listen i'm paying attention to it now and and it's just the synergy that's coming up for me it's just i'll be like oh did did i just talk that up or why i just I just said this. I just was looking for something. What? It's like, wow. Okay.
2: You don't realize
0: sometimes. You just manifest certain things and you're like, wait a second. I just thought about that. Let me try this again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, like, you know, how you going to win if you ain't right with that? I mean I love I love the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. You just you 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 know you just just a lot of things that peop people were saying. You be singing along and you be singing along to the record. Sometimes you don't even have the exact words, but then when you hear the exact words like Michael Jackson's song. So you want to be starting something. <laughs> too high to get over, too low to get under, stuck in the middle. But the pain is what? Thunder. I'm with it. I'm with you, Mike. I hear you. And Billie Jean's always talking when ain't nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> they call her Martha motor, honey. I mean, I asked. I, I when I went to see when I went to see that movie, uh, the the flowers of the corn is that is that the name of it? But it's about them Indians, the Osage Indians. But right before what they did to them, Tulsa, Oklahoma was having fires. <laughs> they was burning down niggers. For real. And then right around the corner, they was robbing the the the, the, the Indians. So why would anybody want to live back in Oklahoma? It should be a destituted place. (laughs) But you don't know. It's just like that Lake Lanier. What's what's that Lake Lanier? People died up in there. It's just too much. It's just too much cover-ups. And then they don't want CRT in the school. Why? Because you don't want to make the other white little kids feel uncomfortable. But it's all right for us to be big. We've been uncomfortable for how many years? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's just sad. And, and you know, I blame it on the education system. I blame it on the, the religious system. I blame it on them. I blame it on them that my mother didn't know how to love me. I blame it on them. But I also blame it on whoever was taking, whoever was zooming her. Shit. Where was your mama? And what was she telling you? Everybody want to, don't want to take accountability. It's time for people to stand up and take accountability. Like I talked to my grandmother and she dead. Because I be like, mama, you know. Okay. You know. Some people just didn't know how to. Why they didn't know how to talk? Trauma. Wow. Lots of trauma. That's a shame.
0: That's what it was, down to the bone, down to the DNA, saturated to the soul.
1: And they tell you pick your pick yourself at the pick yourself up at the bootstraps, and half of us didn't even have <laughs> fucking boots. We didn't even have the boots. <laughs> I told to my mother when I said to my mother, I said, you know, yeah, God bless the child that has his own. She said, yeah, that's right. I said, oh, you, you real high on that one, huh? God bless the child that has his own. Okay. But in order for the God to bless a child that, ha- that has his own, she needed to springboard off of somebody that has something. And I'm not talking about just looking cute because looking cute gets you what? To the corner and back? What, what, looking cute gonna get you? Nothing, nothing, nothing of substance. I mean, I don't mind. I like looking cute. I like looking fly. I like dressing up. I like, you know. But of lately, my um, lens, I have not. I have not. I have not. Not that I can't, but I have not. Am not. Man. I. I have not. You know, wanted to be dressed up and. Looking, you know, just going out. Because really, where I'm going, I don't even know where to go no more. But to the movies, and I only go to the movies to see something that I'm going to be educated by. Or it's going to, like Denzel, he can do no wrong to me. You know, I like him. I like his movies. So I'll go see his movies. Because I feel like he'd be saying things to me. Saying, saying, he got little, little, um, Little quotes that he say, and I'll be like, "Okay, I can I can take that one and use it." <laughs> like, did you see? Did you see Denzel Washington three? The uh, which one? Um, uh, what's the movie chain that he has out?
0: Well, the honest, I seen, No, I haven't seen that one.
1: You haven't seen none of the Equalizers.
0: None of them. I haven't seen. There's so many movies that I want to catch up on, and
2: maybe
0: I do reviews on them. And when I do, I'll go in. But I was just never really a movie guy. Mm. You know, I was always creating my own,
2: <laughs>
0: creating my own sensations, and 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 you know, not trying to be like a party, but just always spearheading new energies and new. Exploring new worlds and <laughs> bring my friends along. Okay, but yeah, I, I could do that now. I could do that now. I am living that now.
1: You know, nope. in the mo in, in the in the in the trilogy, in all his movies from Equalizer one all the way up into three, there's always a a quote that he has in his movies. But this one, it, it, the man asked him. He said, "Are you?" Are you a nice person? And he and he he told the man, I don't know. And the man walked away from him. Right. And then he and then the man and then he asked the man. He said, Well, where am I? Because he, he the whole storyline. I, I guess you would have to see the first one. But anyway, he was revenging one of his partners, who was killed uh, in a very savage way. He was revenging her death. Anyway, he he got hurt, and he wound up at this man's house. And this man, they took him in. they You know, he was healing. But anyway, we asked, the man asked him, you know, he was healing him. He said, are you a nice person? And Denzel says, I don't know. And then Denzel says, so where am I? And the guy tells him, you're where you're supposed to be. <laughs> That's where you're at. You're where you're supposed to be. Now, the reason why nice a nice, per- are you a nice person? And when Denzel said, "I don't know," it touched my soul because I learned that the word "nice" means stupid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, in in, uh, in other words, he answered he answered it correct <laughs> to me, you know, because he's not stupid. But when the man said, "Where am I?" he said, "You at you where you exactly where you need where you should where you supposed to be." So wherever situations you're in, even though you may think that you ain't supposed to be there, you're right where you're supposed to be, so something is there for you to learn or to do. And that's what that was for him in that movie at that time. It was just interesting. And I just learned that the word nice means stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah.
1: that's crucial. So... You know words that distract. I try to I try to watch what I say. Cause you know what every everything is polarity. You know there's good and bad, right? Right. Happy and sad, and you know whatever the, the hot and cold, and you know left and the right. You know it's always opposite, right? Mm-hmm. But they 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 you need they need each other. But you have to yeah, bring okay. balance. They, it's a balancing thing. It's all about balancing it, and I'm. Uh, it took me a long time, but i I feel like I'm finally learning how to do that, and that's that's all you can ask for. Like I, didn't, I never, I never
0: huh? But at least you're you're getting to that point. Some people never get it. You know, yeah. when you feel it and you know it, like I say. Nobody ever learned to ride a bike by reading a book. You got to get on it. You can read all about it, but you got to get on it. So you're not going to get balanced by anything else. You got to seek it and find it for yourself. But when you feel it and feel that balance, when you're on the bike, it's a whole different feeling. But you had to be hands-on on life to get that. You know? Yeah. Steve, I'm glad you're there. Yeah.
1: I am, too. I'm just looking forward to, you know, what my next, what my next, I'm not trying to, like, you know, I learned from um, the Sangu, you know, the the the, the sages, the, the Indian Sangus. Right. And one of them said, they said that, you know what a sati is? A sati, is, is, yeah, what is, that? A sati is a woman. A woman who husband dies, and she sits, and she sits, and she sits until she's – she it's called – she becomes a Saudi. She she goes to the grave. She sits around. She she waits. She's a wait. She's like a – a Saudi is a person that's like a woman who's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She waits. And I've been a Saudi for almost – it'll be two years coming up. You know, I have not really been, I've just been sitting and learning and, like, um, you know who Francis Cress Wellsling is, right?
0: But of course.
1: Okay, so you know who her mentor is, right?
0: Oh, God, that slipped me. I got all these jumbled names in my head. But Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, I forgot his name, too. But I know he uses the quote. So how you doing today? He said, I'm still learning.
0: That's the way you always should be. Yeah, I'm still no, you know, Right, there's no cap on learning. None. I have an insatiable hunger to learn from young, just reading and reading and reading and talking to people and meditating and just observing. Nature can teach you a lot of lessons without you having to talk to anybody. You go out there and you watch the ants, you watch the butterflies, you see the plants, you see how things operate and they work. I learned a lot today. I'm going to learn a lot later on before I go to sleep. I have nothing else to do but learn now, so but I'm on an accelerated course to get, you know, to that point, point. And, and the frivolous things of this world, just, you know, I have no interest in it, you know what I mean? It's like, wow, I've been missing, and I've been learning, but a change of atmospheres has just brought me to a whole new level of focus, and I just want more, you know, and to share more, you know, See but that's
1: but that's the whole thing that they kept us away from. They kept us away from sharing ourselves with each other. They divided us from that, and that's why we so separate. Because they they get together and talk about shit all the time. They talk oh, yeah. about they talk about that. They 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 talk. They what they do is they one thing they do is do is they talk. They having conversations, but we ain't having conversations. And, and and we so we so messed up in our heads that when we try to have conversations with people who have been uh, brainwashed to the extent that they can't even they can't even see. <laughs> They're so blind. They can't even see the see the sun. They can't. Even if the sun was in their face, they wouldn't know it was the sun. That's how blind that's how miseducated they are. I, you know, I, you know, I grew up, I grew up, my mother, my stepfather, he was a, he was in the Marines, okay, but he, him, he knew my father, he knew my father, because they all grew up in the same area, they grew up in the same, they went, she, he went to school with my mother, the same school, anyway, this man, and when I say, um, the love I have for him is not the it's not a it's not a natural love. You know what I'm saying? It's a love out of him being there, you know? Being there and being around for so long. I don't even know if I can call it love. But this is a man. You know what the word shizakov is?
0: I heard that word too again.
1: Shizakov and, sh- and schmuck.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what a schmuck is, right? An idiot. Okay. What, what 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 words are these? These are German words or Jewish? German words, right?
2: Because you're German or Jewish. I know. Jewish.
1: Well, this this man, and this is another thing why I'm mad at my mother, is because you allow this motherfucker to come up in your domain with your four babies, calling us schmucks and shizikov. shit shitheads. We didn't know what that shit meant. But you was in a position to teach, nigga, and you didn't. For whatever reason you felt that you didn't you didn't have to because you wasn't our daddy. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with you coming in on a woman with four kids and you we looking at Tarzan and we 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 looking at Tarzan getting his you know, beating up all the black motherfuckers on T V. Because that's what it was, right? Wasn't Tarzan beating up all the black people? Yeah, beating on his chest. didn't even
0: belong there.
1: <laughs> but he he in the jungle fighting with blacks. They got black people. He beating up. And we looking at it. Ah! And this man get mad at us, cuts the TV off, and put us, stand us up against the wall, two inches from the wall, and tell us to stand there. Calling us schmucks and cops. And We didn't know what that shit meant, but when I found out what it meant, I looked at you real fucked up because you, you, why would you do that? And now we got to grow up and live in a household with a man who, if he loved us, he sure didn't show us. He didn't help us with no homework. He didn't walk us to school. I don't understand how people do that. I can't, I won't do it. Nobody's coming in, and especially if you're not going to show my kids love, you cannot love me and not love them or care about them enough to teach them something. If you didn't want us to root for the for Tarzan beating up the bullshit, <laughs> 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 if you didn't want us to fucking know about that, if you didn't want us to laugh and be happy, happy about that shit, then that was a teaching moment for you. And you should have stepped down and, 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 and taught us something about what we was watching. But no, you want to call us a schmuck. <laughs> and you know what? I'm laughing because it's, I'm laughing not to cry. Because I don't know how you allow people to do that to your loved ones. I don't care who you are. That's right. You're not coming up in here doing that. It don't feel right. It's not right. don't sound right and just because it was in a language that we didn't understand we grow up and we find out and then we look at you stupid like you didn't come you couldn't come up with another word <laughs> so you tell me what that was about what was that what was that about what was this man thinking how you live in a one-bedroom apartment, and you put four kids in one bedroom? This, this look, look. And when I say this, I'm saying this because this is what's coming back to my memory. we live in a a a a, a one-bedroom apartment. You put us in the bedroom, and you take a living room for you and your your life. Okay. There's three closets. Two of them are walk-in closets. And one is, well, all of them was walking, but one is, they were small, one was small, and then there was two big ones. Why you and your man got, each got a closet, and you put us four kids in a little ass closet? I don't understand that. Because you didn't want to go to the projects. So we lived in tenements. She didn't want to go to the projects. That's one good thing that I can say I didn't have to experience is the project syndrome, you know? Could you imagine?
2: Right.
1: Because that's a whole nother monster, beast in itself, living in that. But not to be loved by your mama, or not to be, or for your mama to break your heart the way I feel my mama broke mine, and then for her to allow a oh man to move in on us and treat us in a, in a non-loving manner. I can't. I don't, I I hold you responsible. I hold you responsible for how I turned out and how I repressed so much. I've been, I was, I was, I was raped by a police officer.
0: You mean while you were a police officer? While I was
1: a police officer out of the academy, Lance, he was supposed to be my boyfriend, but he took me to left rack city. City City. good
0: i'm a queen's guy oh god
1: he lived in left rack city him and his family and they had more than one apartment because his mama and his father lived someplace and then his brother and them had apartments around and we went to uh one of the brothers apartment in left rack city he was supposed to be my boyfriend my mother knew him he i introduced him to but it was right We was in his apartment, and um, he said something, and I must have, you know, what? You know, I'm not not doing it. And this nigga grabbed me by my throat, pulled me up by my neck on the wall with his hands around me and told me, don't you ever in your fucking life think that you can come against me because you're a cop. And I was like, I was looking at him and I was like, in my mind, I was like, well, I'm, I got to get the fuck up out of here. How am I going to get up out of here? So I was like, I want to go home. I don't want to stay here. He said, you know, and then they had like the locks. It was like a padded lock. It was, I don't know what kind of fucking apartment it was. But he began to want to have sex. And I was like, I'm not having sex. He said, you, you're, you're fucking me tonight. Oh, you you' going for oh, fuck tonight. And that's exactly what he did. And in my mind, I was gone. I was not even there. All I can say is this nigga, if I ever give, get out of here, he will never see me again. And I took that shit with me all the way to rehab. And when I came back from rehab, it came out in one of my sessions. And the police, the lady said, where is he at now? The the female officer that was working with me through my, my recovery asked me, where is that man, that police officer at now? He worked in the seven eight. That's where he that's where he was NYPD, but I went to transit. But this man raped me. So mm-hmm. ain't nobody loved Robin. Ain't nobody really loved me enough to know me. None of none of them. Cause I really barely knew me. So how are you going to know me? Wow. But I, you know, for people, people to do that to people, you know, and then you, and then you internalize it because you think it's your fault that you did something. That's why you don't report. That's why you don't, I could have had his job like i could have had most of these motherfuckers jobs for doing some of the shit they did to me but when you are naive and nobody is teaching you how to fight and stand all ten toes down in your shit, but you need backup you can't fight by yourself sometimes but that's what i learned to do i learned how to fight by myself and it's been lonely fighting
0: imagine yeah
1: it's really been lonely. That's why I had a failed marriage. Cause you know, you you do these things thinking that you getting a partner or you getting somebody that's gonna you know, stand in your, you know, in the in the in the trenches with you and shit. At least that's what I wanted. I don't know what everybody else fucking wanted. I wanted somebody to work with, somebody that was gonna lead and I could follow, not lead me in the motherfucking in 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 to d- d- drown or lead me in the gutter. You know, lead me someplace where we can
2: mm-hmm.
0: prosper. Yeah. Leave you for dead.
1: You know, I, I, I that's not what I want. And for the past what since twenty twelve, that's what I've been by myself. And I've learned how to cleanse myself totally for real, mentally, emotionally. I'm cleansing inside and out. You know what? You know what, Liz? Mm-hmm. I do not think half the men know what it really means to make love to a woman because it's an art I agree it's an art to it, and it ain't something that you're supposed to be rushing through just to get the feeling off or you know right. i mean sometimes sometimes it could you know that's okay, but the point the 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 the, the, the root do you know the root of it, what it's supposed to really mean is no way that you meet somebody today and in the bed with them yeah. tonight, thinking you are gonna get some. You know where you going? It's
0: just friction.
1: Where we going when you? That's why when you when you open enough to receive that, it could be such a beautiful thing because that's why it only happened to me once. <laughs> 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 I was like, this shit is too good to be true. Because it, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen for me with, with none of these, none of them. And I'll be like, damn, what the? But when I told you I was approved, some girls told me that I was approved. They said, you 32 years old, you never had an orgasm? this is what you gonna do. They told me what to do to find out about Robin. At 32, 33 years old, I'm I'm trying to learn what it is, what this orgasm thing, because I, I just didn't understand it.
0: <laughs> you were messed up after that for a while. <laughs>
1: i was so i was so mad i was so mad i was so mad i was like man did it it
0: took so many years for you to realize this feeling
1: for real but but wait a minute after the after after the girls told me what to do like you know they told me to get a shower head and you know let the water i was like y'all crazy they said robin how do you have sex with the lights on or off (laughs) oh god I said, y'all act like y'all be swinging from chandeliers. They said, we do. I said, y'all crazy. I I don't get down like that. They said, well, this one girl came the next day with a shower massage. She Mm -mm. was determined to help me help myself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A helping hand.
1: (laughs) She (laughs) She was determined. I was like, these little girls, and they're younger than me. They looking at me like you for real. Are you serious? And then after they told me that, that's when I met the, the married man and at one time I could not believe it. I was speaking in tongues. I was speaking alone. I, I couldn't even talk. I couldn't
0: even I couldn't even do nothing. I was like, oh shit.
1: I was like fucking for real. And it only happened once.
0: Wait a second. Okay. I ain't trying to get up in your business. I'm saying you had that one.
1: That yeah, but I never I never had another one like that. Never. I haven't had one like that since.
0: Well, you said like that. Just never have had another one or like weaker ones. I
1: know not I not from a man. I know how to do it by myself. I know how to and even now I can't even get there. I don't know how to have an orgasm because I think I done played myself out. <laughs> I can't. I,
3: I I just I just said you
1: know I'm gonna leave it alone because you know it's not working for me anymore. It did what it did for what it for when I could use it, but now it's like I know and I know what to look for. And if it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. But I know now. I know today, and I can have a conversation with the who who whoever the who is gonna be when it happened again. If it happened mm-hmm. again, because I'm like mm-hmm. I said. I ain't no telling. I ain't saying I don't know. I ain't my mother ain't never told me about sex after sixty. I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> it's very much a real thing.
1: I don't know what it is. I'm like, shit, do people still is people still doing this shit? Oh no. Cause I'm scared. I'm really I'm I'm I wouldn't know how to act. What am I gonna do? I'll be scared of shit. But then I will have to it it will have it will take a special somebody for real it's going to take a special somebody i don't know if, i don't know if he's out there or not but it's going to take a special somebody because i just cannot i cannot waste my time <laughs> i cannot waste my time it, 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 it can't be for nothing. It just cannot be just to be doing stuff. Nope, not today. Wow. Yeah, nobody
0: knows. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do, sweetheart. I, I got to make a run and I want us to come back and continue. Have some good conversation about life. That's what it's all about. Cool. I into mean, human nature and, and all those things. And um so you go and you, have
2: you, it,
0: a few words huh? to write it down. I want you to share a few words. I just want to say how much I appreciate you. And um just leave some words for those who came for the title, you know, topic and and just leave them with something that they can walk with.
1: I leave leave the collective with this. If any of you out listening feel like your mother has broken your heart, know that she probably don't even know that she's breaking your heart because somebody broke hers too. And if you can get through it, trust your gut. Trust you. Trust you. Trust you. Because everything that you need to get through, whatever loss or whatever neglect or whatever absence or whatever was causing pain in your life. It's within you to heal you. And all the tools you need is right with you. And know that the universe will give you exactly what you need when you're ready.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much.
1: And you Les, thank you for allowing me to come on your platform. And go a little nuts because that's what i I feel like
0: i
3: did <laughs> it's
1: all good <laughs> it's all good i'm i'm not ashamed i'm not oh but you
0: is. weren't you weren't nutty or anything like that you're just letting it flow
1: See? I that's like letting-
0: that you have real conversations and and not unless a person's teaching something but mm-hmm. not presentations and people trying to you know just be real and talk let's talk mm-hmm. let's no jockeying and no you know like like Oprah, who made the joke about Oprah? Oh, Paul Mooney made the joke about Oprah. Um, she was always into the whole I, "Can you top this?" And um, somebody said that their their mother tried to abort them, and, and this was a joke, right? Mm-hmm. And Oprah, in in this joke, said, "Yes, yes, my mother tried to abort me too, but the coat hanger, I held on, I held <laughs> on." Like she, it's your story, but you know let's just be real and tell it like it is and grow from it and be sincere about it. You know, and that's what I appreciate about what you did today. And um, yeah, so definitely want you to come back on. And we're going to talk about a, a whole lot of different things and still this, different aspects of it. Maybe something you missed is a point you missed. And um, we're going to come back. Whenever. Well, another week or so, give you a little break. And um, we'll do it.
1: Yeah, keep me posted. Let me know the topic. I'm ready. Okay. I got, I got, I got a whole bunch of topics in my little arsenal.
0: <laughs> I
1: that's can pull out a story that can come out the back pocket <laughs> at, at the drop of a dime. You know, it could, I could, it, it could be about the dog. It could be about it could be about car. Right. It could be about whatever. It could be about social media. It could be about whatever. But it's always something that I can say right. because I right. think I lived. I lived a long enough life. I have
0: experience, okay. I have. experience. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. I know. So I know. Well, you made it over what sixty. Yeah. And you're a New York City comp, Grew up in New York City. What? So I, I know. We know some of the same places and everything. So I'm with you on that. And um, definitely, I'm going to be having a lot of group conversations coming up. A lot, a lot. So many people are going to get involved in it, and we're going to do it. So much new type of content. Like I said, I might start doing three shows a day. I don't know, but okay. um. Yeah, we're just going to keep it flowing. Because the place that I'm in now, mentally, mm-hmm. uh, it's all flowing. You know what I mean? The best yeah. is yet to come.
1: Yeah. that's a, And that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. That when you know that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you feel that, the best is yet to come.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And one thing's for sure, trust me, you'll have many orgasms in the future. So I, don't I don't know i don't know
1: i'll be i'll be no, i'll be, be like you know i think it's is I'm a, I'm a i'm a done i'm done and I, I was cheated i was cheated i've been cheated through this whole sex orgasm bullshit i was cheated <laughs> i want to slap every nigga that was up in here uh-huh. you, nigga, you ain't did shit you ain't did shit you ain't tried to rock me you ain't tried to do none oh, of that. nothing yeah. what, what did you do <laughs> what you
2: do no, but look,
0: listen this is what's going to happen right in the past you felt cheated but in the future you will be treated and you laugh at those other ones that couldn't do anything because the ones who could trust me you'll be alright and you'll make up for it it's like tax returns you think you're not going to get it you keep looking for the check it's going to come and, and you will too
2: on that note on that note we're
0: going to let you sweetheart. I say Mm-hmm.
1: With power I'll give
0: you a call all right. Thank you so much Thank All right. You. Thanks for everybody right in the chat room I had multiple screens, I didn't see it And um, like I said You know, walk with the words that she shared You might have been in a similar situation But the bottom line, you can overcome And life Can be great again And the sun will shine And everything that you didn't get You'll be fulfilled Maybe not that way, but in a different way You'll all have it Anyway, another episode of Landscurve. Again, if you don't see us on social media, go to landscurve.com. 22 and a half years of content every single day. All right? And we're going to keep doing it several times a day. And we're going to ride out like that. Because we have the time to do it. Thanks for the support. And what can I say? On to the next one. And that might be soon, all night long. Much love to you all. Peace.